This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, November 17th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a Delaware County mayor is facing charges after he allegedly attacked a council member during a contentious meeting earlier this month. Darby Borough Mayor Darren Burrell is accused of punching council member Omar Thompson, knocking him to the ground during a November 2nd meeting. 41-year-old Burrell turned himself in to police on assault charges and was later released on bail but ordered to stay away from Thompson. Thompson is said to have gone to Mercy Fitzgerald Hospital for dizziness after the alleged assault. He offered no comment on the incident during a Wednesday council meeting. His attorney claims a barrage of expletives and homophobic slurs were hurled at Thompson by the mayor during the assault. Darby Burrow shared a statement that called the alleged attack a dark day in Darby's history. There is no excuse for violence in this body or in public life, the statement read in part. The men and women who sit on this podium sometimes engage in vigorous debate and contentious issues, but we must always remain civil. Members of the LGBTQ community went to Wednesday's meeting to call for Burrell's resignation. The bus from Texas pulled into 30th Street Station in Philadelphia shortly after 6 a.m. on Wednesday. It was carrying 28 passengers, including children, legally seeking asylum in the United States. Among the children was a 10-year-old girl suffering from dehydration and a high fever who was taken immediately to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia for treatment. Those who arrived uh, yesterday are private individuals simply seeking safety and a place where they can build a future. Uh, Let's remember that and welcome them with grace and respect, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney said during a press conference later that morning. Nonprofit Casa de Venezuela was standing by and ready to help. City agencies and community organizations were ready. There was an empty SEPTA bus as uh, what there was food, drinks, and supplies like warm coats for them. A 23-year-old passenger who came to the United States from Nicaragua uh, said there was no problem aboard the bus. Many of the passengers were bused to a welcome center in Juniata Park for further assessment and to discuss relocation. The majority of them are not staying. This is a pit stop and the majority of them are going to New York, Ohio, and New Jersey. Uh, said Representative Amen Brown. Some passengers were already picked up by family and friends, including a 24-year-old who was originally from Panama. She plans to stay in Philadelphia and said that all was going well inside of the Welcome Center. Philadelphia joins Washington, D.C., New York City, and Chicago as destinations for asylum seekers being sent out of Texas. As recreational pot has gained traction in states all across the country, more research has been focusing on its health effects. One argument marijuana supporters have stood by for years that weed is healthier than cigarettes is now coming under fire. A new study found that smoking marijuana may uh, be more likely to cause certain health problems than tobacco. That study reviewed lung scans of smokers and found that rates of emphysema, airway inflammation, and enlarged breast tissue were higher in marijuana smokers than tobacco smokers. Emphysema is already the third leading cause of death in America. Marijuana smoke not only damages the airways to the lungs, but it actually is making holes in it, said Dr. Scott Bradman, a thoracic radiologist. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say about 20% of all Americans have tried pot. It also... Uh, It's also the most commonly used drug in America that is still illegal at the federal level. Bradman says one factor that may affect weed smokers is how they inhale deeper, holding the smoke in their lungs longer. And researchers are also looking at some uh, something within pot. There's a carcinogen or chemical that we haven't yet identified in marijuana smoke that we're theorizing is damaging the lungs and creating these holes, Bradman added. I was always curious about that. I mean, because, you know, 
you're taking smoke in into yeah. your lung directly into your yeah, lung. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Same thing as you're doing with cigarettes as well. And I know there's uh, additives and things like that that are that are different than tobacco right uh, curation and all that. But I, but I was always curious about a real definitive. Here's what it does to your lungs, type of thing. I know? had always heard um, that there were no carcinogens, but that didn't mean that you couldn't get emphysema. Some of these other right. things that you're talking about, but now that you're saying that they, that they think there might be carcinogens, yes, in there? yeah, yeah, all right, and that's what they're yeah they're but, saying is causing holes. I remember having Dr. Mike on before, and he even when they were uh, the e-cigarettes came out and all that, and he's like, anything that you're that you're inhaling yeah. into your lung yeah. right. is not good. So is the uh, the case that. Um, a pipe smoker, for example, does doesn't inhale. Does doesn't yeah, but, inhale? Correct? Yeah, but you're, they're keeping it in their mouths, so then okay. they, they they so you know they no, there's, there's from, no there's uh, no good aspect cigars what, what, yeah, and, and yeah. things like that. You can still you know you can get sure. cancer yeah. from, from mouth cancer. your mouth yeah. right uh, and your you know saliva, the- salivary glands and all that. All you're, that you're doing yeah. all kinds of stuff, but it's not going into your lungs, so it's just a different kind of cancer. So yeah, the least kind. impactful of them, I guess, should kids be turning to pipes is what I'm saying. No, no, probably not. and and leisure. Jackets with pads with the uh, patches on the elbows, all that stuff. I hate cigars. Um, really? But oh my god, I can't. The smell is like I, I can't. I, I can't. Even, I can't be I anywhere near it. But what? I, this is a, a real question. What is the point of it if you're not uh, inhaling the smoke? It's it. I, I would akin it probably to um, uh, chewing tobacco. Like you're getting that uh, that nicotine taste, okay. that, that, that that sensation, whatever that is. Um, I don't know. It's a, it, it's, yeah, there's, there's a, um, man, I have to be something in a, like that. I guess it's, it's just like, the aroma, like choose chewing yeah. tobacco and things like that. Like I, I did that when I was way, way, right. way younger and you don't get a buzz per se, yeah. but there is some kind there, of satisfaction listen, you get out of it. There are sensations that the, the, you know, depending on the cigar, like I know that like I get like a nice peppery sensation. Some people don't like that. They will like a, a, a more mild cigar. Uh, but. I I have to be in a real mood to have a cigar, like mm-hmm. because it, it, once you've had that, your mouth is going to taste like garbage oh. for hours oh. and hours really? and hours and hours. You, you have to be ready for yeah. So like you know, like we go to Eagles games, you know, and I always in you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll bring a cigar and we'll smoke a cigar at the tailgate. And I'm like, ah, but if I do that. <laughs> For the rest of the You're day, be wrecked. Yeah, for the rest of the day, my mouth is going to taste like absolute garbage. I've, I found, and Casey, if if you don't, you know, scrub your teeth real good before uh-huh. you go to bed. Oh, you still wake up. You wake it. up really? with that taste in your mouth. Absolutely, I didn't realize and it can that. be gnarly. Yeah, and, but but there is something about at the time, mm-hmm. and it and it's combined with other things too, like maybe a glass of whiskey or right, something yeah. like that. Uh, that complement each other. The smell is is appealing, and and there's the oral fixation and all the things that go along with it. It's just, it's a culture. It's it's a, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, people, it, when I walk by like the cigar shops, yeah. I'm like, how are they all in there? Like Half. it gives me such. Honestly, it gives me such a headache. It, like immediate yeah. headache. You're you're. I know. You have you have Sensitive, a sensitivity yeah, to yeah. to sense, but. But I mean, um, I, when it, there's a world of difference though between I think cigarette smoking and cigar smoking. This is me personally. When I was a cigarette smoker, like you, like I, I need, I need a cigarette. You crave I it. need mm-hmm. to smoke right yeah. now. Cigars, like, yeah, I could have one. Sure, why yeah. not? You know, so it's different for me. But there are people that smoke several cigars throughout the day. Yeah, yeah people have their. You know, Bill Weston used to be one of those guys. Yes. He would have his breakfast cigar, and you know, Wait, um, did he stop? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. smoke anything Any anymore. He chews them now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, uh, kinds of rocks. <laughs> like I, even if you're just going into the cigar store to buy a cigar, not even to smoke one, like just bring clothes that you don't that you don't mind just throwing into the washing machine as soon as you get home. Because <laughs> even if you're in the cigar store for 
five minutes, you're going to come out smelling like cigars. Mm. Uh, if you're using marijuana for medical reasons, Bradman suggests take, uh, talking to your doctor about edibles or other ways than smoking to use marijuana. Mm. All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> The Flyers, who have lost four straight games, are on the road again tonight with a game in Boston against the Bruins. The Bruins are off to the best start in the NHL with a record of 14-2, while the Flyers are 7-6-3. The puck drops tonight at 7 o'clock. The Sixers, who have won two straight, are off until tomorrow night when they'll host the Milwaukee Bucks. Tip-off for the nationally televised game will be at 7-30. And in baseball news, Bryce Harper will have elbow surgery next Wednesday. The team has not announced whether it will be Tommy John surgery, so Harper's timetable to return for the 2023 season is still unknown. The injury, which happened in April, prevented him from playing in the field for the rest of the season. The 30-year-old received a platelet-rich plasma injection in his right elbow in May and became the team's designated hitter for the rest of the season. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Thursday as we're working our way through the week. Uh, we do have a guest on the program who will be welcoming in some listeners this morning. His name is Dr. Rosenberg. <laughs> but we call him Dr. Rosen Penis. <laughs> and he will be here. It's the Great American Smokeout. Yes. Kathy was mentioned the information about, uh, you know, uh, marijuana smoke, uh, cigarettes. And, and listen, I'm sure if, if you wanted to try to quit uh, smoking marijuana or taking anything into your lungs, it's also the great American vape out. Dr. Rosenberg can help you out. He certainly that. can. We've seen it. We've seen it work. And, and like anything else, this might be perfect for you. Might It might be a hit and miss. You never know. But it might be exactly the thing you're looking for. Yeah. And we'll get the information. You actually can just go to quititnow. Dot com. That's his website. We're going to have him here this morning, helping out people for years here on the Preston and Steve show. <laughs> we have evidence. We have people who have sworn they left here and never smoked again. Yep, absolutely. So we will be checking in as that is taking place, and uh, we'll get that rolling in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. And I think someone wants to have margaritas this morning. <laughs> Kathy is <laughs> representing with a very I large mean, bottle sure. of tequila on her shirt. That's, uh, that's, that's a new I've is never seen you wear that before. Just, tequila Thursdays? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I mean tequila any day, really. Yeah. Uh, this was part of my Halloween costume. It uh, was? Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you for Halloween? I don't uh, remember. My friend and I were tequila and lime. Oh, oh alright. We needed salt. Cute. It's like a uh, TBS crime drama. <laughs> tequila yeah, and tequila. salt. This could be their theme song. The new Tango and Cash Tequila and Lime. Okay, we're looking at a picture of this. That's cute, Kathy. Oh, thank you. That's nice. Where'd you guys go for your for was that just at home? It was just yeah, it was a, a little block party uh, okay. in the neighborhood. All right, I got you. All right, well listen, besides that, speaking of parties, uh there's some stuff going on tonight. In fact, uh Casey is going to be doing an appearance this very evening. He will be at Barnaby's in Westchester, Pennsylvania mm. for the Bud Light Thursday night uh, huddle. Very nice. Thursday and night kickoff. It used to be the huddle. It used to be the huddle. It's whatever you want to call it. That's what... That's it's the cuddle. <laughs> it's the... I like that. Right? You can combine them both. So uh, through the morning, we're going to be giving away $50 gift cards uh, to go to Barnaby's Westchester. But you can stop by there tonight. Case will be there from 7 to 9. And you can enter where uh, win a pair of tickets um, 
to the Eagles game December 4th, right? Yeah, that's against the Tweetons. All right, and do uh, you have some autograph stuff you're going to be giving yeah, away? Yeah, I don't, and usually it's like a helmet or a football or something like that. We weren't uh, told. A prize? Oh, it's oh, always great Har- stuff. Oh, so this time it's going to be a Javon Hargrave. Oh, okay, that's cool. Right. Oh, that's it's cool. a jersey. Yes. Uh, autographed by him. Excellent, courtesy of our friends at Bud Light. And if you're interested, you can text the word BIRDS. Uh, to three nine three 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 for a link to complete event details. So we'll do some giveaways through the course of the morning in conjunction with that appearance. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break now, though, because I do have some entertainment stories to pass along to you. Uh, there was a celebrity death yes. one with a guy who has uh, actually two uh, with very interesting histories to them. We'll come back in a moment and get to that stuff in a little bit. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, super question time. We're going to give away a hand and stone gift card, which is good for a free massage or facial. And the question I have for you this morning is, what's the name of the patient in the game Operation? Mm-hmm. All right, oh. so the, the patient he that you name? operate yes. on in Operation. Yes, he has a name. Let's see oh. if you know it. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. I'll mention birthdays. We have a plethora. Of them this morning on Thursday, November 17th. And we'll start with uh, uh, somebody we consider to be a friend of the program, Mr. Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's, you golf with him. It's Frank's birthday today. No, I've never played golf with him. <laughs> What's, well, well, did he sit in the golf cart? He, no, yes. He, yeah. he rode around. <laughs> yeah, I, I drove with him. Yes, there you go. I would like to see Danny DeVito try to play golf. That would be very interesting. That'd be kind of fun. Yes. Uh, no, we played with Charlie. Uh, and uh, did we play with um, we play with Charlie? But Rob, we've been at the event with, and he's gone out with different groups. But yeah. Casey and I played an entire round, just the three of us. That was That's pretty, pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There was an episode of Friends that I was watching the other day, and I completely forgot about it, or maybe never watched it the first time around. Where uh, Phoebe has a bachelorette party, and they hire a male stripper. And it's Danny DeVito. Are you serious? Yeah, Kathy, I, I kind of gave up on Friends in the later season, so it was like season nine that. or ten or whatever. It was. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. And he plays like this aged stripper who's like at the tail end of his career. But my God, it's like physical comedy, Steve. It, it made me think of you because of it's just Danny being Danny DeVito. But it's so freaking hilarious. What he what he will. <laughs> we're watching a clip of what you're talking about him in a, in a police outfit. Oh, I do. He has that. no problem. Right. Doing anything. I'm thinking of the scene where he's oiled up and is coming out of the couch. Exact same, yeah, Yeah. energy. And, like, he is the butt of the joke. He is the comedy. But he's making fun of himself the whole time. And, man, is it funny. Uh, I remember we were on the set of It's Always Sunny, Steve and I, Los Angeles. We were in the, uh, the makeup trailer, which is, by the way, where all the best conversations happen. Yes. We have found out in our short tenure of... Uh, spending Acting. time in those uh, places, but uh, the ladies that did the hair and makeup 
were going on about that episode yeah. when he crawled out of the couch. They said it was oh my god the funniest <laughs> day, <laughs> and then he just he just went for it, and they were yeah. just they, oh, were, they awesome. were loving it, and they they like had to oil him up. Yeah, uh, yeah like yeah. that. That was they're the makeup people. They put that stuff on him, and <laughs> they said awesome. it was just a scream. Lest we forget that he is also a very accomplished director. Yeah, yeah. He turned seventy eight years old today. Lauren Hutton, the uh, model actress, gap in her teeth. She's 79 today. She was one of the first. Yeah, she was known for her gap. Yeah. That was the thing. And then she had a little piece that would slide in and out. She would have the gap and then... No kidding. Yep. She could oh, hide really? it. She could hide that gap. Yeah. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, who was in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and Scarface, and The Abyss, movies like that. Uh, the Perfect Storm as well. Uh, she turns 64 years old today. Okay. Uh, our thing doesn't work, so I had uh, music, so I'm just going to sing what uh, I was supposed to okay, be Okay, so you're about yeah. to play something, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. wouldn't work. What, Look what into it? my eyes, <laughs> you will see. Okay, that's it. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, what you mean to me. Uh, Don't tell me. She is uh, 64 <laughs> today. No, we're fighting for. Lauren Michaels, SNL fame. Uh, Saturday Night Live. He has the same exact birth date as Danny DeVito. They're oh, both that's crazy. They're both 78 years old today. Lauren Michaels is the uh, basically the voice of Dr. Evil was taken from yeah. Lauren Michaels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you, I mean, talk about a massive pop culture legacy. Yeah. Uh, the great RuPaul uh, has... That's a lift. Okay, she's going to sing every... So here's the deal. Our engineers came in here. They started futzing with things, and everything sucked this morning before we started the show. And then I just found out that our Vox Pro is not assigned. So they do this from time to time, and I love our engineers. But leave things the way you found found them. And so we... and, And there's no... We can't... There's no words on it. We can't get this one component. What's this thing called? We can't... Yeah. Get this to they have to do it. We I can't do it. There's no way I, can't I can read it. There's no there's no words on it. It's a fairly important piece of equipment. Casey's heart is about to explode. Like I know. He, I f- you just need to take a deep breath. This is how we it's, express ourselves. I know. I feel bad though. He's having like a little morning. <laughs> we express ourselves through drops. <laughs> it is true. Yes. Uh, but it'll but, be okay. But this morning, Casey will be performing all of our drops live <laughs> through his. This next one's going to be soul. really tough. All right, Ru- what the Ru- f- is this? RuPaul is sixty-two today. Uh-huh. Uh, we also have uh, Martin Scorsese. Dun, 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 dun. Is that Layla? Thank you. Yes. He's doing good, fellas. Doing good, fellas. Yeah, yeah, I, how? I know. I was just trying yeah. to pick up the melody. Um, <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah. No, yeah. but that's not but the part of the song that right. they use. They do the piano part. Yeah. Right. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, there Thank you. Go. There we go. That's, right. Yes, now I got the melody. I'm going to retire. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, just... Casino, Gangs of New York... Raging Bull, The Aviator, just loads of I love yeah. The yeah. Aviator. That, that's become one of my favorite. Uh, and DiCaprio's performance yeah. uh, is sensational. Are we, are we allowed to call him Marty? Because I feel like when people do that, they know him. I, and I hate him. Okay, kind of do too, Steve. I, I'm, I call him Mr. Scorsese. That's what I think. Even in, in terms just casually talking to my wife. <laughs> right. I will correct her. And it's like when people uh, say Bobby De Niro. Like, no, I don't think we've heard well, You know what? We had we had William Shatner on one time. Right. Right. Him yeah. Bobby and De Niro. I kept calling him William, and, and he goes, 
goes, or Mr. Shatner, and he right. goes, why don't you just call me Bill? Okay, yeah. so that's and an invite. Like, okay, right. all right. Some but I feel kind of like Annabelle. <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like a dick if I go, Bill Shatner. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? right. It's yeah, a little pomp. I, and you'll hear the celebrities Annabelle. go, well, yeah, there we go. Yeah. We should get Scorsese well, on no, the that's, show. That's not from the Vox Pro. Oh, it's from the Instagram. Yeah, that's yeah. From oh. the oh, Billy. <laughs> so we do have some of these we can play. Right. Uh, Martin Scorsese is 80, so it's a big wow. birthday for him today. Uh, character actor Stephen Root. Oh, wow. Uh, who is great. Um, yeah. He's done just loads and loads of stuff throughout the years. I mean, he was on news radio for years, but uh, also he's uh, Milton in Office Space. Oh, that's There's him. a character for you. Oh. Uh, he's in Dodgeball. He was in... He's um, in Barry. He's... Gr- okay. Listen, have you watched any of Barry yet? No. Nope. On HBO? Nope. It's... Have you? Steve? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. It's really, really good, and he's great in that He's also well. on news radio. Yes, I mentioned that. Oh, did at the you? Top. Okay. Yeah, uh, but he was also the one I was going to mention was uh, "Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?" and he's just uh, like character after character after character, and he does everything from comedy to oh to drama, to yeah. drama, yeah. So he is seventy one today. Uh, oh, I, now I remember a character I wanted to bring up of his in uh, the movie. Uh, now, uh, um, oh man, uh, it's one word <laughs> title. Okay, uh, it is. Uh, Jordan Peele directed it, freaked everybody out. Oh, um, the first one. Oh, uh, g- Get Out? Yeah, Get Out. Not a warm one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's the blind guy. That's true, yes. That uh, wants his eyes. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, that's Stephen <laughs> Root. Glad I remember that, sort of. It's a one word title. He's 75. <laughs> How about this? Gordon Lightfoot has oh. his birthday today. And of course, he brought us the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. We probably can't pull that up because that would be on the box. Box. I love Gordon Lightfoot. I told you about a documentary I saw, uh, and it was a great documentary about Gordon Lightfoot. And they go through the conga line of people inspired by Gordon Lightfoot Preston. And who's sitting there? Rush. Yeah, oh, yeah really? they're all talking about how they are massive Gordon Lightfoot fans. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Sundown, another great song of his. Uh, he is 84 today. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Love her. wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously uh, Wedding Crashers and The Notebook and uh, Doctor Strange. So she's in the uh, the MCU. And speaking of the MCU, you know what I watched not that long ago, which I had forgotten how great it is, is uh, Sherlock Holmes. Because uh, De Niro, I mean, not De Niro, Robert Downey Jr., another Robert D. Yes, uh, this. Yeah, uh, but Robert uh, Downey Jr. is in that, and she's really good in Charlie. I what love the hell that movie. Are you doing? Yeah, she is. Uh, that's a great movie. Yeah, I love it. It is a good movie. The second one, not so much. Well, okay, uh, I, I agree. Don't, yeah. I don't know if I it saw was, that one. It was a little too much. They, yeah. they went. They pushed it a little too okay. far. Uh, liar but, whore, liar whore, and you know it. <laughs> that's, that's Dr. Ross. I forgot about that. One more time, kids. Liar whore, liar whore, and you know it. So. <laughs> Rachel McAdams is going to be a morning. 44 today. Uh, then the last birthday I saw, uh, also from the MCU, a uh, character actress, uh, <laughs> Leslie Bibb. Yes. Uh, so she's in Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2. Uh, and she plays the uh, reporter, that All stunningly right. gorgeous reporter. And De Niro Banks heard that. Uh, yes, you, do. <laughs> you remember that scene. Liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. You blow it. You blow it. He's just reminding her what she did earlier. Yeah. Uh, She is celebrating her 48th birthday today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Uh, What's the name of the patient in the game Operation 215263WMMR? We go to Krista. Good morning, Krista. Hmm. Krista, what's the name of the patient in the game Operation, please? 
Cavity Sam. Cavity oh. Sam. Oh. That is correct. Hang on a second, Crystal. I love that game. That is a fun game. Yeah. Even I like that game. Played it in ages, but... Uh, Krista, hang on. We are going to give you a Hannah Stone uh, gift card, which is good for a free massage or a facial. Hannah Stone massage, facial spas, pre-sale, Black Friday BOGO event is happening now through November 23rd. You buy a gift card at guest pricing, and you get a free promotional gift card. Search for the location nearest you, and you can check out their exclusive online offers. Restrictions apply, and you can see spa for details. Uh, So let's see. We're going to start with this. An open letter signed by more than 140 individuals and women rights organizations condemns the public criticism of Amber Heard following her highly publicized court case against Johnny Depp. Uh, The letter, which was signed by activist Gloria Steinem, uh, and actress Constance Wu, among others, read the vilification of Miss Heard and ongoing online harassment of her and those who have voiced support for her have been unprecedented in both vitriol and scale. Uh, it continued saying much of the harassment was fueled by disinformation, <coughs> misogyny, biphobia, and a monetized social media environment where a woman's allegations of domestic violence and sexual assault were mocked for entertainment, the same disinformation and victim-blaming tropes are now being used against others who have alleged abuse. Uh, the author concluded, uh, we condemn the public shaming of Amber Heard and join in support of her. We support the ability of all to report uh, intimate, partner, and sexual violence free of harassment and intimidation. So, all right, can you victim-blame when you simply don't believe the victim? Do you know what I mean? Like, you have, the, you have the, the right to have the opinion that you don't believe someone's story. Right, like, right. I, whether, whether, I mean, certainly you don't want to go to excess. I yeah. think that's what they're tr- attempting to address here. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that you you have the absolute right to say, I do not believe Amber Heard. Right. Of course you do. And people right. voice support for Johnny Depp, which also confuses the issue. Just, just because you're supporting Johnny, does that mean that you're putting down Amber Heard? Yeah, and Nick, the court supported Johnny Depp. Yeah. You know, so there you go. Yeah. So uh, it's a, I think Kathy should decide this. Yeah, time. Kathy. Yeah. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. I. Yeah, you know what? Really I don't know. I, I, okay. I'm. Where do you stand on Amber Heard? I. It seems, and I think from the beginning, this has been my contention. They should never have been together. They both did stuff that they probably regret. And they're both. There seems to be physicality that occurred on both sides. I don't know. I think I blame her legal team. I don't think that they. Obviously, uh, trained her to not answer any questions. Like they, she should have answered something. She just kept having them go in circles. And she wasn't. That, a, she wasn't. I a didn't good like that at witness. all. She no, but there's good. video yeah. of him. You know, doing things. So I don't yeah. know. I hate both of them. To me, it's like <laughs> when two of my kids have gotten in an argument over something, right? And I get called in, and they and and I'm supposed to decide which one of you is yeah, correct. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what the hell to do yeah. here. Yeah. You know? Work it out. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can't make a decision here. You I do you know. that to us sometimes. Yeah. Like, if we have differing opinions on something, whatever it is we're talking about, like, sometimes we'll look to you like, okay, well, what's he going to say? And if you have, like, a strong opinion, it's like, all right, well, this is what we're going to do. And if you don't, you're like, well, I don't know. I guess we're all going to have to discuss it. And, you're and like, the oh, worst like, is when it's something super trivial, but, like, they're so worked up about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we had this just, you know, during the World Series run where... Two of my children wanted to wear the same Philly shirt to school, and and they, and they both had compelling arguments. You know, uh, you know, uh, 
And you I could would, both I, wear it, or it's military school. No, one wore it to the game that they won, and then the other wore it to another one, and then I'm but, getting angry just listening. I know. Yeah. yeah, well, you've been but, angry with me for the past twenty minutes. So it's but listen, it's. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to make a call sometimes. And, and listen, and for some people, it's easy to make a call. So they've taken a side in this particular issue based upon what they've heard or seen. And there it is. So so these people are speaking up and saying, look, we believe this side. We believe, you know, and we don't think that people should be victimized. And, and listen, they're just making their they're making their thoughts known. Yeah. Uh, critics of the We're letter. pre-med. Uh, critics of the letter argue that it ignores the idea that uh, Depp was a domestic violence victim. With one person tweeting, Gloria Steinem now supports a self-confessed abuser who committed perjury on three continents solely because she's a woman. There's no winning. There's There's no no winning. winning. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully everybody can move on and we will see where this goes. Uh, Speaking of Depp, uh, Lily Rose Depp uh, told Elle magazine that she hasn't remarked on her father Johnny's uh, recent legal battles because she refuses to be defined by the men in her life. Okay. Uh, She told the outlet uh, when it's... Something that's so private and so personal that all of a sudden becomes not so personal. I feel really entitled to my secret garden of thought. Also think that I'm not here to answer for anybody. And I feel like for a lot of my career, people have really wanted to define me by the men in my life. Whether that's my family members or my boyfriends, whatever. The 23-year-old actress also refused to be defined as a Nepo baby. Yeah, I would never think of her as a Nepo baby. No. It's my least favorite candy. Oh, Nepo wait, no, Nepo wafers. That's it. The, um, I, I don't really think about her that much anyway. Yeah. Uh, I hope that might stun her. Yeah. Uh, Lily Rose said, it's weird to me to reduce someone to the idea that they're only there because it's a generational thing. It doesn't. Make any sense. If somebody's mom or dad is a doctor and then the kid becomes a doctor, you're not going to be like, well, you're only a doctor because your parents are a doctor. It's like, no, I went to medical school and I trained. It sounds like it's very tough being her. Um, well, you never know. Yeah. She's under the, she's in the shadow. Of, she's in a large shadow. You know how when, uh, like at the height of Johnny's fame, uh, Johnny Depp's fame, that he was not necessarily handsome, but he was like a really pretty man? Yes. Yeah, she's inherited this. She, Lily Rose Depp is a, a knockout, but she looks like her dad in the best feminine ways, if that makes it all. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I have to see some more pictures. She's a, yeah, Steve, she's a total knockout. Uh, with his performance in uh, Darren Aronofsky's uh, drama The Whale, Brendan Fraser has become an award season frontrunner, craving, uh, carving out uh, his own comeback. But uh, as a Hollywood Foreign Press Association makes no plans to usher in a new era for the Golden Globes, nonetheless, Fraser says that even... If he receives a nomination for the whale, he will not attend the ceremony. What? He said, I have more history with the Hollywood Foreign Press Association than I have respect for the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Uh, he said, no, I will not participate. It's because of the history that I have with him. And my mother didn't raise a hypocrite. You can call me a lot of things, but not that. Wasn't it the Golden Globe Awards where that, that meme of him uh, applauding <laughs> became? <laughs> I think that. Yeah. Um, that was the Golden Globes. I don't know if it was the Golden Globes. Yeah, it yeah. might have been. But anyhow, uh, back to in 2018, he notably came forward and accused former HFPA president Philip Burke of sexually assaulting him at a luncheon in 2003. Following an independent investigation, they released a joint statement reading, uh, this is according to the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, although it was concluded that Mr. Burke inappropriately touched Mr. Frazier, the evidence supports that it was intended to be taken as a joke and not as a sexual advance. Uh, Frazier never signed the release, and that was the end of it. Burke himself said in 2018 that he received no disciplinary action from the organization. Frazier said of the fallout, I knew that they would close ranks. 
I knew they would kick the can down the road. I knew they would get ahead of the story. I knew that I certainly had no future with that system as it was. Mm. Uh, despite these supposed changes, the organization has undergone in the last few years following the bombshell revelations concerning uh, demographic makeup of the HFPA. Uh, Frazier has not forgotten how Burke maintained his position and faced zero consequences for his actions following his public allegation. I wonder if there's all f- no. They they wouldn't they wouldn't be that obvious to uh, to mess with his potential nomination over this. Uh, for years after the accusation uh, was first made, the HFPA went on business as usual. Um, and when asked if he believed HFPA w- could actually enact the sweeping internal changes, Frazier said, at the moment, no, maybe time will tell if they're going to. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. So anyhow, he's not going to be a part of it uh, because of that. They didn't take any action on right. what he said was this guy. And they, they I remember admitted that. that he, you know, he touched him inappropriately, whatever that was. I never heard what the details of that were, but... Um, he didn't face anything from it. So. Did you watch the trailer for the movie? Not yet. Yeah, it looks really good. He looks, I mean, obviously they have him in this prosthetic outfit that looks really convincing. Mm-hmm. But apparently the performance is just unbelievable. Actor Robert Clary, uh, the Auschwitz survivor who starred as Corporal LeBeau on Hogan's Heroes, has died. He was 96 years old and he was the last remaining original cast member. We're probably of the only that two guys who remember this. I uh, loved it when I was a kid. I used mean, to was, watch it all the time. I, I was too young to understand the, the, the gravity. Yeah. No, these are funny Nazis. World War II yeah, and no. Nazis and all that, but it was a funny show uh, and LeBeau was great. He was also in the movie The Hindenburg, and in that movie he gets to perform as a French resistance fighter, basically, mm-hmm. who is um, able to insult Nazis aboard the Hindenburg right to their face without them quite knowing it. And I, I did not know that he was an Auschwitz survivor yeah, he was. until I read the story Isn't this that amazing? morning. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched this. I watched this uh, Hogan's Heroes a lot. I didn't like it, uh, but my older brother did. Uh, so... Uh, you know, it, you know, at that time of uh, our lives, if one person liked the show, yeah, you, to, yeah, you didn't have any yeah. options. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, it was basically a comedic version of Stalag Seventeen. Yeah, that's you a great know, movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, so, Clary was born Robert Max Weiderman. I uh, was the last living member of the show's original class cast. Like I said, when he was a teenager, he and his family were taken to Auschwitz, where his parents were killed in a oh. gas chamber on the day of their arrival. What? Oh. Like they just wiped him out I right mean, when they got there. He said, "My mother said the most remarkable thing." He recalled in an interview, he said, "She said, behave." And she probably knew me as a brat. She said, "Behave, do what they tell you to do." Wow. Uh, he was held captive. For, <clears throat> he was held captive for thirty-one months. In the Nazi concentration and death camp, uh, he credited his love of performing with helping him to survive the experience. He said, "Singing, entertaining, and being in uh, kind of good health at my age—that's why I survived." Uh, he waited nearly four decades to speak publicly publicly about his Holocaust experience in the 2001 memoir called "From the Holocaust to Hogan's Heroes." He revealed how uh, starring in the sitcom helped him talk about his time in the concentration camp. He said, I had to explain that Hogan Heroes, Hogan's Heroes was about prisoners of a war, in, uh, prisoners of war in a Stalag, not a concentration camp. And although I did not want to diminish what soldiers went through during their uh, interments, 
it was like night and day from what people endured in concentration. Yeah, camps. it was it was clearly not a concentration. Yeah, camp. there were different yeah. rules. Right. Uh, I can't it, see them making a sitcom out of that. In addition to Hogan's Heroes, uh, Clary starred on soap operas. He was on yeah. Days of Our Lives, The Bold and the Beautiful, and The Young and the Restless as well. So he had a career outside of Hogan's Heroes uh, for quite some time. It's wild that so much of what he did ended up um, addressing World War II, though. You know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was in uh, films as well, Ten Tall Men and Thief of Damascus and on Broadway in New Faces of 1952 and Seventh Heaven. Um, and he was married to Natalie Cantor, who was Eddie Cantor's daughter ah. until her death in 1997. So it was sad to hear of uh, him passing away because I, um, I did like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then another person passed away of note. Uh, Kimberly Heron was her name. So she had a couple of uh, interesting on-screen moments that you would probably remember. She played the dream ghost in Ghostbusters, the one where Dan Aykroyd gets right. his pants unzipped, if you remember yep. that. But also, she was in uh, some ZZ Top videos. She was in the video for Legs. Yes, she's one of that cluster. She was the red, the one in the red top with the long blonde hair. Okay. Those were all... Playmates at the time that they were using those those actresses were all associated with Playboy. Um, so they did not provide her cause of death. She was uh, uh, a model who covered uh, more than a dozen magazines and was a Playboy playmate before being cast in that 1984 music video for Legs. I liked that they had a theme across a couple of videos with yeah. those. Oh the, yeah, it was yeah. fun. Uh, Heron told an interview that she had replaced one of the three women in the first two videos that the other two didn't like. Hmm. Uh, she was the woman in the bright red top and legs, which became the band's biggest hit. Have you guys watched that video uh, recently? It's uh, it's hard to watch because they, they, they there's so many jump cuts. Oh, right. yeah. I mean, it seems like every less than a second... They're cutting to a different well, scene, and it's kind of like it it's, uh, throws my brain for a loop. The rule used to be one, two, cut. One, two, cut. In in music videos? Really? Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of rapid-fire editing for sure. But, um, yeah, so that was I was sad to hear that because she was... I remember that video, uh, you know, I was a teenager when it came out, and I'm like, ooh, look at this. And uh, she was the standout of those three to me. And they always were, were, they were like superheroes. They would come in and they would change the scenery and save the day. It saved the the people who were getting bullied. That's what they did. Thank you, ZZ Top. Well, Uh, follow-up story on Jay Leno. His doctor said the comedian's in good condition after sustaining the third-degree and second-degree burns and the accident over the weekend we reported yesterday. Uh, Dr. Peter Grossman said in a press conference that uh, he has already undergone a grafting procedure and will undergo one more uh, by the end of the week. They had a picture of him um, in a hyperbaric chamber. Yes. I guess it is. It infuses his system with more oxygen. Yeah, it helps to, to yeah, heal. The heal sure. process. And he will be getting um, so skin donors, um, you know, for those grafts. But he, he was apparently, during the process, was joking and... Seems yeah. to be okay. They said he was he was being Jay Leno. Being Jay Leno. So, so his spirits are, are up and good. Uh, Brad Pitt has reportedly been dating Paul Wesley's estranged wife, uh, Inez de Ramon, uh, for the past few months. I thought so. Uh, source told People Magazine that although it's not an exclusive relationship, uh, Brad is really into the 32-year-old tastemaker. Uh, the two were photographed at a Bono concert. Ah, lands, a Bono or a U2 concert? Or a no, I guess Bono's doing uh, some live stage show right. for his uh, conversations, right. so I assume that's what they're calling concert here. So, yeah, I guess they're uh, 
they're happy to be together. We'll see where that goes. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, I have a split for you. We have people oh. coming together and people going. Oh, home. no. Ansel Elgort and his high school sweetheart, Violetta Komshan, have split. This can't be happening. The 26-year-old ballerina told E! News Tuesday that she's currently single. And she was checking out the new uh, Fairy Muggler Cortissime exhibit at the Brooklyn Museum. <laughs> Man, I know. You get all the breaking stories. I do. Uh, I liked him in West Side Story. Uh, that's the last thing I saw him in. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know who this woman is. But it tears me apart that they've broken up. All right, two more quick stories. Uh, CN- Another breakup? CNN no is oh. cutting back on its boozy New Year's Eve celebration <laughs> uh, during a town hall discussion held Tuesday between CNN staffers and the company's chairman and CEO Chris Licht. Uh, he announced that on on camera drinking eroded the credibility of the news network's personnel. <laughs> you think? And damaged their respectability. I can't believe they let him get away with that in the first place. They not only that, they let him get away for it for years. For years. Yes. For the I longest mean, time. Anderson you Cooper. Hold, you can hold off a little right. bit. Right. Till midnight and well, then have a couple lines. of cocktails. <laughs> uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, they were, they were getting lit up. And um, who was the guy that was going on about, like, Journey? It's not Journey without Steve Oh, it, it, that was uh, <laughs> from uh, um, Bravo, Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen, yeah. Was that it? Yeah. So it was Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper who are... Uh-huh. Besties, yep. and then you have that issue that Kathy Griffin for a while was also co-hosting, uh-huh. and that became a problem. They get them hammered. Yep. So not anymore. They're going to cut back on that. And then one last uh, bit of information: uh, the Princess Diaries uh, follows, of course, uh, Mia Theramopoulos and Hathaway. Well, it looks like the Princess Diaries three. What could be happening? Disney is working on the new film, according to the Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> Adrita Mukherjee, whose credits include Supergirl and Quantum Leap, is writing the script. Uh, they also added Deborah Martin Chase, who was a producer for the last two installments of The Princess Diaries, is set to return for a third. So is Anne Hathaway going to kind of be in the Julie Andrews role now? We don't know. Uh, so due to the film still being in the early development stages, unfortunately the cast has not yet been announced, and this means we still don't know whether uh, the original characters will make an appearance or not. One they really need to bring... Who won't be there is Julie Andrews. Oh. She confirmed that she wouldn't reprise her role as Queen Cl- Clarice uh, Rinaldi. I enjoyed those movies. I thought, yeah. They were cute. I, I thought, yeah. yeah. I, I, it was a fun little right. uh, thing. And, and that was Anne Hathaway's intro. That's the, the first time part. I saw her. Yeah. Are, you, are you a fan? Or I know you, Kathy, uh, of the Princess Diaries, or do you hate Anne Hathaway? Um, no, I don't hate her, but uh, no, I was not a fan. All okay. right. Uh, so anyway, uh, it remains to be seen if Anne Hathaway, she had said in 2019 that she would love to do it right. again. And uh, Mandy Moore, who played the uh, the school bully, uh, Lana Thomas, also said that she would be game to return as well. So if they could make that happen, uh, they'd have a, I think they'd have a hit on their hands. All right, we are ready. Actually, you know what? Hang on a second. Oh, Did wait. you send me like a movie opening? There is a today? movie opening today. I know it's Thursday. Hey, hey, hey. Bizarre okay, well, movie opening. A little. All right. Okay. Uh, so, A Christmas Story Christmas. Yes. Starring Peter Billingsley, Julie Haggerty, and Zach Ward starts streaming today. Um, the family comedy A Christmas Story Christmas is long-awaited follow-up to the annual holiday favorite of Christmas story. And this time, Ralphie is all grown up 
and must deal with Christmas and all that comes with it as a dad. Uh, Peter Billingsley returned to the role and made uh, kids of all ages anticipate Christmas morning like no other. It's an hour and 35 minutes long. Rated PG. It's streaming on HBO Max. That's where you can get it today. And 71% score at Rotten Tomatoes. It's not bad. So, you say it's not going to redefine anything, but it's not an insult to the legacy. That's a little in advance. Yeah. Uh, we'll do more movies opening I'll tomorrow. check it out. All right, clips. Here we go. So, Ralphie, here you go, reconnects with old friends when he returns to his childhood home in Cleveland in A Christmas Story Christmas. And in this clip, star Peter Billingsley talks about creating his character, Ralphie. Okay, so we're going to be able to play this? Yes. Okay. Yes, fixed. Uh, I just realized <laughs> it's the piece of equipment that we've had issues with all morning long. Uh, Billingsley talks about creating his character, uh, Ralphie, with the help of director Bob Clark. He would read the narration. Um, not Gene, in the cadence that he felt it was ultimately going to be in the movie. And then sometimes would just go off book from the narration and just talk to me about what you might be feeling. So it was actually sort of like having a subconscious. Um, So as I was working, he was my interior monologue in many ways. What the f*** is this? Christmas Story Christmas is on HBO Max today, like I said. So, uh, Steve, I I thought that Melinda Dillon had passed away. She's still alive. Is that right? Yeah, and so... I thought she had as well. But she hasn't done anything since 2007. Mm, maybe so she's more, in a bad way. Yeah, maybe she's she's just not acting anymore, but she I would have loved her. to have seen her as, as his mom. Oh, I agree, and Dar- yeah. Darren McGavin has passed away. Yeah. Uh, but I... It, they, they, they remember they had the sequels to the movies and these kinds of things, but it was not, it was not that good. They weren't good at all. Are right, we ready for the second clip? Years after her happily ever after, Giselle, Robert, and Morgan moved to a new community, and the fictional and the real world are thrown off balance and disenchanted. Here, star James Marsden talks about how fun it was to make the sequel. I like it was lightning in a bottle back back in 2006 when we did the first one. So now to be able to do it again and reunite with all these wonderful people and wonderful talents and invite new people in like Maya and Gabby and um, really, really special. And I mean, I do, I, this is like, uh, this isn't work for me. This is like, this makes me really happy to talk about these types of projects. Shut up, dummy. Disenchanted <laughs> is out on Disney Plus today. I will have to watch that one. That was an important movie in our household. I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Look it, at all the movies fun. we enjoy. It's it's an enjoyable day to enjoy movies. <laughs> it sure is. All right. And uh, that's the entertainment report. It was great. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We learned a lot today. I think we grew. There as, was some inf- yes, I've changed some opinions. Yeah, I now hate Princess Diaries. Uh, wow, I'm no, sorry to well, hear that. Kathy convinced me. All right, well, <laughs> here's something that'll cheer you up. Uh, we have uh, a giveaway. I have a $50 gift card to Barnaby's Westchester. Why? Because Casey's going to be there tonight with the MM Army. And it's the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. 7 to 9 p.m. Barnaby's in Westchester. And you can enter to win a pair of tickets for the Eagles game on December 4th. Versus the Titans or a uh, Javon Hargrave autographed Eagles jersey, courtesy of Bud Light. And we'll take caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. If you need info, just text BIRDS uh, to 39333. We'll send you a link with all the event details. Wanted to mention this, too. Our YouTube channel was not working properly yesterday. It is working today. So we're getting some texts from people who are asking. Uh, Yes, it's up and running. Uh, So go to the President Steve channel on YouTube and you can watch us in the studio. Nick, are we on the radio? We are, yes. Okay. Also, all you have to do there, Steve, is turn the radio on. Okay. And then you tune it to 93.3. <laughs> I'm not sure what's working and what's not. Right. Right. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Hang in there. We 
are happy to pass along the results of Camp Out for Hunger. You raised over 2.8 million pounds of food. Oh, 2.8 million? A half million pounds more than last year. Money raised going to fill abundance. $1,078,254. Oh, it's astonishing. And a reminder, you can still donate at your local Acme. Yes. Everyone stepped up in incredible fashion. Absolutely. <laughs> Camp Out for Hunger would not be possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Event Equip, Philly Photo and Film, Town Square Rentals, Pods, Moving and Storage, Bowder Audio, and Newman University Videography. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Powered in part by Beanbow Bakeries USA, Pepsi, Duncan, and Stauffer. 93.3 WM. Putting Philly first. I think it's time that we put on our masks and notice some things this morning. The noticer is back and he's noticed so many things you're going to plot. I'm going to plot? He's using a lot of Yiddish these days. Okay. We're going to plot together. All right. I did notice a few different things that I thought were worth bringing up and mentioning to you. And I'll start with this one. The Brooklyn Public Library. Ah. Uh, announced what its most borrowed book is. Hmm. The most borrowed book at the New York Public Library. Yeah, throughout its or history. Brooklyn. Uh, so for the past few weeks, the institution has been sharing its most borrowed books throughout its history to celebrate the 125 years of service to the Brooklyn community in New York City. By the way, the Brooklyn Public Library, also known as the PBL, or the BPL, sorry, is the public Library system in uh, the New York City borough of Brooklyn. It is the 16th largest public library system in the United States uh, and holds the 7th by the number of visitors. So it's pretty, it's a busy public library. My head's reeling on what would be the most borrowed book in general. What would yes. people most want to gravitate toward? It have to be like a school book, right? Like something. Uh, that's that's what I would think. I was going to say, a ki- yeah, a kids' book. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. Steer you in the direction. All right. Kathy All right, is indeed correct. Yeah. Right. That's one correct. It is a kids' book. Hmm. Uh, if you were to think of one of the most popular children's book. Green Eggs and Ham. Of all time. Ooh. That's a really good guess, it but is. it is not that. What about the, what's the, um, the tree book? Oh, the, the, gi- the, the giving, giving tree. tree. The giving tree. Yeah, the Shel Silverstein. That is not about the Givens kids either. Is it, uh, the story of the Givens kids. <laughs> young adult or like kids? Kids. Kids. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like kids. Kids or kids. <laughs> kids. Kids. <laughs> Stop it. What? Um, okay. I. I. This. Uh, this book has uh, very vivid illustrations that you guys would. Clearly, is it the, the the inchworm, the worm. If you saw, it is not. That's a great one. That's what, an award oh. winner. Uh, the very hungry caterpillar. The very hungry caterpillar. Oh. Is the one the you're ri- thinking. A uh, Richard I... Scary book. What's that? Richard Scary. I don't know who Richard Scary. Oh, you is. don't. Ah, I'm scary? Richard Scary. Ah. <laughs> no, what is he written? You'd recognize some of his drawings. Wait, by the way, that, Busy Town. That, the, no, sorry, that uh, caterpillar book. I never liked that. I loved it. I could see the ending coming a mile away. I thought it was cute. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know Richard Scary. Uh, no, Nick. I'm sorry. Oh, it's so Richard good. Scary. All right, I'll I'll, uh, I'll steer you even closer okay. to this. Right. Okay. okay. Very vivid images, illustrations. Okay. Very iconic. You guys would know them. Uh, there was a movie made. Polar Express. Berenstein Bears. Incorrect. Incorrect. No. <sighs> No. Mm, the polar and it's not bears? a series of books. Okay. It's just one. It's just one. Very vivid yep. illustration. Oh, 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 oh we're the wild things thing. I was going to say that. Casey got it right. Ah! Ah! It's, not, 
Maurice Sunday. Where the wild things thing. Where the wild things thing. Where the wild things are. That's a funky movie. I never saw it. It is trippy. It's actually a little disorienting. Yeah, James Gandolfini does one of the voices, which is also Where are you coming from? Kind of jarring. I guess I'm like a bull or something. It was, yeah, it's a good movie. I liked it. It's just, you know, the book does not have a lot of words to it. No, there's no words on it. They had to extend the movie to an hour and a half. Maurice Sendak is the uh, author of that book. Thing sucks! And that is the most popular book by far. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, that would be the most popular book. I told you guys when I was in grade school that the librarian had to like call my mom. <laughs> basically, like, your son keeps taking this book out. Uh, it's for children. But it was it was the, the, the little golden bug book. Yeah. It was basically like Where's Waldo before Where's Waldo. Right. Where every single page... You had to find a little golden bug. Okay. I like that game. I hated reading, so I was like, and you were required to take. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it's you sound as if they were embarrassed. How old were you? I was probably in like seventh or eighth grade. Oh, and, it and was, I was taking it was out a child's a child's. And books. they were concerned. The yeah. librarian, and I want to report your son for reading. <laughs> they basically were just like, "Can you have him not take this book out anymore?" Is he an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> kind of was. You enjoyed the uh, what? Why would what would compel a librarian? Because he was too old for but the book. Yeah. Enjoying the book. That's like a kindergartner book. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have reported you. Okay. Thank you. Jacked up yeah, for that sister book. Sister Lucinda had to call my mommy. Um, we we. He's the devil. And he keeps calling you mommy. By the way, we wanted to point that out too. He says you're mommy. <laughs> we at one point we weren't allowed to um, rent any books from the public free library. Why? Because uh, my mom never returned them, and we had so many at our house. Oh, you said your mom was really? a sort of recidivist, the right? Wor- she was the worst. She took the. She would go and get new library cards so that we could get books. That's not responsible. No, that's I, how you learn to be responsible with your your listen, library card. Me being a responsible adult comes solely from my father. Wow! <laughs> wow! Okay, the guy who slept with Janis Joplin. Yeah, taught you um, how to be responsible. He taught you how to be responsible. No, my listen. My mom is great, but but yeah, I mean, we had to, and so then I remember going home and her being like, "All right, everybody, check your bedrooms for the library books. We have to collect as." many as we can and take them back and we had to get the library books and I mean we would have them for like sometimes they would be like um Miss Romano you've had that book for three years <laughs> Jesus Christ and she'd be like I think how I many people ended up someone. illiterate in your neighborhood <laughs> um, um, what about how were you with the video rentals and returns uh, well that was good because you couldn't you could only rent what was it one or two whatever yeah, it was yeah. you'd have to return them in order to get another video from True. Blockbuster libraries pretty easy to to, to take advantage of if you wanted to, unfortunately. And you know what? A lot of people have forgotten about the library and the fact that you can get your reading material yeah. for free. Including ebooks, Including e-books, e-books yeah. and audiobooks, yeah. audiobooks and all that stuff. One yeah. of the great joys growing up is during the, uh, the colder months on Saturday afternoon... My father would take my brother and I to the library, yeah. and we could, you know, pick out whatever we want. And it kind of let your mind run wild, and it let you gravitate towards things you were interested in, and it was great. Yeah, yeah we uh, we didn't have air conditioning, and uh, it, growing up, and also we didn't belong to a pool at the time, so we spent a lot of time. So you go swim at the library? No, well, the library was. Do you have any pool books? It was air conditioned, oh, and, yeah, and yeah. we would go there to, you know, to, to cool off and <laughs> maybe learn and stuff. Uh, I haven't been to my library. It was a really township library in a long time. And you know how um, 
uh, the smell that it brings back, sure. like uh, I love it, most yeah. definitely vivid memories. And yeah. so that library smells has like a, burned rubber has a very very distinct <laughs> smell. And I've been I've been compelled. I want to go there to see if it still smells the same because it, sure. th- that library had a Case, very very and it was uh, a good smell. Yeah, I love it's, this. it's like it's yeah. like school, like an elementary school. It has yeah. uh, that is such yeah. a nostalgic smell. Yeah. I love the I love smell it. of old books. Yes, I do. I think they smell great. There, that's some. That's a beautiful thing to and, a well maintained. If someone has a library in their home, I wish. I, I wish I appreciated reading when I was a student and and did go to the library because I, I did, was not a reader until I, I was an adult and now I love it. Uh, but um, my main function at the library when I go to there to quote unquote study, right, uh-huh. right, uh, was to uh, take paper clips, yeah, break them in half, take a rubber band, yes, and use that as, as a weapon, weapon to shoot. <laughs> And that's what we would do at well, the library. And then you use your books as a shield. As yeah. a shield. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So I, was this the, right, this is what we would do. And it would be like, it was, uh, uh, it was like social hour. You would, you know, talk to your friends. And then you were like, we're going to meet at the library tonight. What time are you going to get there? And then we would all get there at like 5 so o'clock. It would be you, be like, yeah. the jock, the pretty girl. No. Uh, like me and Jeff and Matt and Aaron. Wait, and, that was you a know? hangout? Well, if we needed to do like work, but also like have fun with our friends, yeah, yeah we, we, yeah, you could hide yourself in the library, yeah. and that yeah. was something that was you could the way it was designed. If you if you didn't get outlandish, yes, you could take, you could hide. Yeah, and I didn't have things at home that they have at the library, like computers and microfiche, microfiche, and Micro- you know, oh my God, copy machine. Remember microfiche? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, but it kills me when they people go into the the microfiche. This is basically a film strip. It's the way a lot yeah. of this stuff is archived. It saves space. We know it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so, but you'd see somebody. Just immediately call up an article from nineteen, you know. Oh no, like, no, 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 no! It ain't that easy. It took forever <laughs> to find things on microfiche. Right? I, I, it, yes, when you watch a movie, yeah. and all of a sudden I found they, it. they stumble across, yeah. you know, in in eighteen seventy two, some yeah. some yeah. newspaper article that proved that the gold is indeed buried there. <laughs> it would take you months to find. You'd that. give up. Yeah. Oh, the Forget hell with it. it. They yes. do that in, uh, in Stranger Things. They have to do yeah. some research and so yes. they go to the one. Well, yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, I went to the Paoli Library, and this was the first example of uh, a building I can ever remember being moved. They literally, it was this old um, schoolhouse. They picked it up, they put it on the back of a flatbed truck, cool. drove it down Route 252, and then now it's it's still there. It's parked outside of, uh, I think, Paoli Presbyterian Church or whatever. But to me, this was this massive feat of engineering because they took an entire building and yeah. put it on a truck and moved it. It was wow. an, an amazing <laughs> thing. By the way, the second. Uh, most checked out book at uh, the Brooklyn Public Library uh, was The Snowy Day by Ezra Jack Keats. I'm not familiar with that. It's a kid's book. It's got to be, right? Yeah, I want to say, is that where uh, there's a mitten and, like, an animal comes and and goes and gets inside of it and keeps keeps warm? Oh, no, it's not. Okay. I I remember this. this. Oh, it's the first in the Jason Bourne series. (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, It's this kid walking through the snow in in the city and and the experiences along the way. I do remember that one, too, and it had pretty iconic uh, illustrations. They're both Caldecott medalers. Maybe the other one was... uh, uh, the Mitten. That might have been the name of the one I was thinking of. The, the, the titles for kids' books uh, tend to be very axiomatic. Like, you, The Mitten is about a mitten. Yes. You know, there's what, never... What word did you just use? Axi- self-explanatory. Axiomatic? axiomatic? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, I need to go to the they library. I'll be right back. Yeah, hang on. It's axiomatic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yes. 
Uh, I don't know any of the other romantics. I, I like this mitten, Preston, the, uh, the yeah. cover art for it. Yeah, that was a good one, too. Uh, the animals are look, uh, they're regarding this mitten, I guess, with confusion, right? Well, like, no, so this... Uh, Do they try to uh, have sex with it? Well, no, they all try to get inside of it. Oh. So, in a way, yes, they all They yeah. do try to get inside of it. Yeah. And eventually a bear gets inside of yeah, it. Yeah, a bear's like, <laughs> there's only one thing in mind that can fit in oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> You're all going to want to move out of the way. I'm sorry, man. I don't like the feeling. You have anything a little bit? You got any bear bats? Oh, <laughs> All right, anyhow. Uh, we're going to notice something else. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we're moving on from the library. We had a good time at the library. It was we? really good. We learned about things. Um, how about the game Wordle? Uh, stumped quite a few people over the last year or so. In the past few months, uh, there have been some words that are deemed much harder than others to solve. And a new study revealed the 10 toughest words to solve. I just saw... So this is interesting. Case, you you tweeted out uh, something. Now, you guys are all still actively doing Wordle? Yeah, I have fizzled a little bit. You fizzled? Yeah. Kathy? I, I mean, I don't do it every single day, but yeah, I still... Okay, I, and I, Nick, you don't you don't really partake no, that much. I never came around on it. Right now, so I I have a. I, I still play. It I yeah. still play it. I just don't do it like uh, every day, like yeah, clockwork. Same. Me and Casey and Kathy, we have a, a text. Right, right, I have Wordle buddies that I that I text. You know, like my my uh, older brother's uh, family. His whole family were part of a text chain. My sister, my wife, <laughs> Case, Preston. What did that, and, I'm sorry, Dana. What did that tweet mean the other day, though, about the two so words? So what happened was I got a Wordle word. Yes. And uh, my word was different than everybody else's. So so you got it right, but it I wasn't got it, the same? I, I got it right, but it wasn't the same word. So It's happened a few times. There was one day where yeah. the word was inane, and I didn't have inane. I had... I can't remember what, what I had. There I was had, a day that I was There's inane and a. No, I had glyph. He had axiomatic that day. <laughs> Case, was it during camp out? Was it that week? Yes. There was, that week, I uh, got two words. Like, I, I solved it, uh-huh. and then I went, because sometimes I'll forget that I do it, and I went back, and I, and I, like, I saw it, the word mm-hmm. that I, and I'm like, oh, okay, I already did today, and then it reset, and I did it again, and it was a different word. So is it the big sell that it is the same word for everyone? It should that's be. That's one of them, yeah. And, that's, and the to me, cells. that's the big appeal. Like, yeah, but there's been a number of times that it's not. Yeah, they did it one time where, like, one word was, uh, they deemed it like, well, maybe this is insensitive. So they kind of switched it midday, mid-day or whatever. Yeah. Um, As that happened, uh, was that basically after they were purchased by the New York Times? Yeah. Where this yes. started to happen? Yeah. It did. So... The the thing that I love most about Wordle is the communal n- nature of it all, right? Like you do, like you're doing it on your own, but then you share it with the other people, the other people that care about it. It's kind of like fantasy football, Steve. Right? If you don't play fantasy football, you don't care about somebody else's fantasy football team. <laughs> you yeah. Know? But when you do, you you have an understanding and a, uh, and and I like. Being able to share that with Preston and and it's a competition too. Like I yeah. want to get it in less guesses than Preston or Kathy, which you usually do. I'm pretty good. Yep. He is good. Mm-hmm. He's good at it. He's, Case is good with the oh, words. He's good. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> the ten hardest word awards. Okay. Of 2022, the data reveals these had the highest percentage failure rate of players who posted their scores on Twitter. By the way, uh, so number ten is tacit. Tacit. Okay. Ten mm-hmm. percent fail rate. Uh, number nine is found. With a fourteen percent. Okay, so that was because you have found, sound, round, mound, wound, uh, yeah, wound. No, I don't. Uh, and hound. so, yeah, hound. You yeah. have all these other words that, that could fit. If you had O N D, uh, 
and OMG. And, oh, and and all those other letters available. Like yeah. you could just sit there, and and that gets people a lot of times. So what Casey's uh, uh, method is, and I've taken it on too, is if you find out that early mm-hmm. yeah. that, it, that it could be a series of several different words, you you have to create an elimination word mm. uh, that might include F M N or whatever it is. You know, that, like let's do you say, have a word like that? Well, you have to you have yeah, to figure have out to what create that it is. based on that. All yeah. Right. So yesterday, I had by my second guess, I had blank a blank e r right, and I had so many available letters that my next two guesses were just to eliminate letters because it could have been like wager or or waker or pager. You know what I mean? Could yeah. have been so I meager. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended memer. up <laughs> it could memer. Have been memer. Anyway, anyway. Um, next is number eight on this list is trite at fifteen percent. Interesting. Here's a tough one. Number seven is coyly. Oh, coyly. That's C O Y L Y. That's a that sucks. That yeah. one really threw me for a loop. In fact, that was the only time I, I remember this one. It was the only time I actually had a uh, a hint from my brother. I was doing it, and we were in the same room, and I I, I had all these. And I'm like. I don't know what we're, I had all these letters eliminated. I'm like, I don't even know what this could be. Right, right. Uh, number six on this list is Cater with a, the same 15% fail rate. Uh, I remember this one, uh, Mummy, because mm-hmm. I used three M's. That was, that was a tough one. Yeah. That's a big, that that pisses people off a lot, too, right? When, yep. you, when oh, yeah. you use, yep. but after a while, you're going to expend so many words. Uh, 18%, 18% fail rate on that one. Number four was watch, W-A-T-C-H, mm-hmm. uh, with a 20% fail rate. And catch, C-A-T-C-H, uh-huh. yep. uh, 23% fail rate. Number two was foyer. I remember that one. Uh-huh. Uh, 26% fail rate. And then, and I also remember this one, number one on the list, and I remember getting this right, was pairer, P-A-R-E-R. Wow. Yeah. How many failed on that one? Forty-eight percent. Wow, I can't believe people fail that much. Yeah. Uh, wow. Some words are harder than others. My my brother is waiting for error to be the word, and that's gonna that's gonna not e r r o r, but e r r e r. Someone okay. who someone who errs is right. an error. An error. They are gonna make changes. Uh, they're gonna be very soon. Plurals are no longer gonna be a part, so okay. it will not end in s. Uh, oh, really? If that means a plural, yes. It doesn't mean you can't use that as a guess. Yeah, they but don't they, usually. But they're not going to have that as a solution. That's they, a cheat. They don't usually, but they are going to make it official. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I also play, and I love these, and m- my sister and I are the only ones that, like, share these back and forth, but uh, Quirtle is one, and that's four wordles. Right. Uh, and you got, I think you get, like, eight guesses or something like that to get all four words. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's a lot. And then also Octurtle, which is eight it's fun. I just go it's to the fun. library. <laughs> Hang out. My friends shoot paper clips at each other. What you got to do? I don't have time for Wordle. All right. Uh, I have another thing uh, that I noticed. And, uh, I noticed just noticed so much. Did uh, I mention you're going to plot? Uh, I am going to plot. You're going to plot. Uh, the National Toy Hall of Fame's new honorees were inducted. Very exciting. Uh, it was on Thursday that they announced the top master. The I'm sorry. Not the top. The top. The actual toy. The oh. top. Oh. Uh, Masters of the Universe and Light Bright as the inductees. This oh, those year. are good inductions. We had gone through all of the uh, the finalists, I think, a little while back because it was the uh, uh, it was it included Bingo, Breer Horses, uh, Catan, Nerf, the Pinata, Phase Ten. That's oh. when you have 
really bad diarrhea. Uh, no, we had people call in about that card game. Uh, Pound Puppies, Racco. Racco. <laughs> I don't remember Racco. It's a well-endowed clown. <laughs> and Spirograph. I actually bought Phase 10 uh, when we were going to drive across the country. I was like, because right. we were talking about it right before then. I'm like, oh, that, you know, let me try this out. And I never took it out of the box, but I do have it if you guys want to try Phase 10. Yeah. You know, do you, so the top is a standard. I, I always yeah. enjoy tops. Do you remember that it was a top? That had a built-in um, gyroscope in it, and you would you would. Oh, it had like a motor, yeah, right? Yeah, like a then, motor. Then you would have to rev up. Yeah, who I made totally that? that? I don't know. Do you, do you remember I the name one. of it? No, they were great. Yeah, they were cool. Sometimes they would like light up. Yes, and things like that. Do yeah. you guys remember these things? Mm. And it would it would balance itself. Is yeah. there a game that you can play with the top? Because that they have that dreidel song. A Boxing. Dreidel, yeah. No. Well, but okay. Like, so there was that game that. Um, when my son was a kid, you you would spin it. Um, man, what what were they and called? Pins over. Yeah, but basically, like it would go into like a, a like an, an arena, an arena of death, oh, like yeah. battle top. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yes. And uh, Bakugans. Is that what that's called? I think it was Bakugan. Or no, 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 no. Hold on. Uh, Bakugan was a different type of. A, it was an in arena. Beyblades. Uh, Beyblade. There man. you go. Yeah, I love Beyblades. Yeah, my boys had tons of those. things. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah, it was a battle to the death every time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, especially for little kids and. Uh, and simple people like me. Yeah, go faster. I won this one. I won chocolate milk. Who shows up to these things? I mean, it, it, like if the inventor is still there, do they? Yeah, I wonder what that audience is comprised of. Mostly uh, toy inventors and their prostitute escorts. Mm. Uh, so uh, apparently, the top earned the place uh, because it's been a staple of cultures in Asia, Europe, in the Americas, and Australia. Uh, and uh, they noted that ancient Greek pottery shows people playing with the twirling objects more than 2,000 years ago. Well, if you make ancient Greek pottery, it's one of the if oldest. If you're up on a Grecian urn, then <laughs> toys. Uh, Hasbro's Lightbright maintained its popularity for more than 50 years uh, after being introduced in 1966. I bet you got a nice boost from Stranger Things. Uh, marketed in 1968 as a magic light box, the toy encourages kids to create glowing pictures by pushing colorful pegs into an illuminated back, black background. God, I loved my Lightbright when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, we had fun with that. Although, the, the, the pieces ended up everywhere. Oh, yeah. Eventually, you'd be doing the Heimlich on your cat. There was like a, <laughs> there was like a little box. You had to keep them in, and they just there were hundreds of them. Did and they, they not end up all over the place? An animated light bright? Oh, I don't know. I remember one where you could do the the picture would alternate. That I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember having that one personally, but uh, so that gets inducted, and then finally, Masters of the Universe. Uh, Corset grew into popularity in the 1980s following the cartoon series He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, and it allowed Mattel to introduce new characters and toys to the line. Man. I was watching a video of Dolph Lundgren when they were trying to sell him on playing He-Man. Yeah. I'm going to play a toy. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually saw that, which is surprising. because I was horrible. Wasn't but, uh, Courtney yeah. Cox in that movie? Courtney Cox is in it. Yeah. And wow. uh, Frank Langella plays Skeletor. That's right. Yes. Uh, Case, I think there's a crossover from our world yes. to the He-Man okay, world. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. But it was one of those cartoons where it was just like such a direct uh, marketing for uh, the toy to the cartoon. And the cartoon of them and Transformers did the same thing. GoBots. They were all like reinforced uh, commercials. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Steve, Nick found the uh, the the tops that we were referring to. Uh, it's called the Wizard. Wizard. W i z z z e r. And uh, I love those things from Super Impulse. So yeah, they had um, 
Yeah, I remember you had those as a kid. They now sell missile tracking systems. Oh, well, yeah. they've come a long way from the top <laughs> to missile tracking systems. All right, um, one more thing, maybe? Sure. Notice? Uh, let's see. One more for the noticer. I want to make sure I get to one. He's looking at all of his options. What will he select? How about a world record? Oh, like this. Uh, Ukraine claims one of its snipers shot a Russian soldier from 1.7 miles away. Uh, it's not a world record. It would make the shot the second longest combat kill ever recorded. 1.7 miles away. Take Think about that. Target. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the alleged footage shows the moment the soldier drops to the ground after the sharpshooter takes a shot from a distance of 8,891 feet. Uh, that is the distance that now ranks second in the world ranking as confirmed by the command of the armed forces. You play the sniper video game, right? Uh, the sniper video game. Oh, Sniper Elite. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. Love that game. It is pretty wild. Uh, how, how long from shot to hit? That's a good question. How many seconds it would take? Mm-hmm. To uh, show, yeah. I remember seeing a long time ago a, a guy attempting to shoot some sort of, for the particular type of rifle he was shooting, a, a world record distance. Um, and there was a definitive wait in firing till... Uh, Point of impact. Yeah, till when it landed. Like how many seconds? Like, like It was like, you know, maybe a he had gunch. two or something like that. Yeah. But Wow. Uh, but anyhow, a uh, Canadian sniper currently holds the record for the world's longest kill. After taking out an ISIS uh, soldier in Iraq in 2017, that was a much longer distance, 11,300 feet, as opposed to the eight point or 8,891 feet. It's insane. In the original modern warfare, you have to do a sniper shot, um, and uh, what you're using to determine when to shoot is you're shooting at these people alongside a, a diplomatic vehicle that has flags on the front. Yeah. And so when the flags stop blowing in the wind, that's when you shoot. Right. Uh, but it's pretty wild. Which is interesting because I, I wonder how all that all that works in the real world. Because while you might have wind there, yeah. it's really far away. It could be a completely different situation you. between yeah. here and there. And so they've got to get it just right. So I'd imagine some of it, uh, you know, the majority of it is skill, but a little bit of luck involved as well, too. Just go punch him. Just go hit him. <laughs> just run <laughs> over there. What, yeah. a couple miles point away? Point blank range. <laughs> so how fast can you run? I just stabbed him. You take it 20 minutes, get I over there. make a go. shot like that. All right. Anyhow, that's the last thing I have time to notice for now. We have some other things to get to. Um, Let us take a quick break. But I would like to, as we do take a break, give away a $50 gift card for Barnaby's Westchester. Casey uh, is going to be there with the MM Army tonight with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff from 7 to 9 p.m. And we'll take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. You can enter to win a pair of tickets for uh, the game uh, December night, or no, I'm sorry, December fourth against the Titans, uh, and they're also going to be giving away a, a Javon Hargrave autographed Eagles jersey while they're Casey will be there. All right, so call our eighteen two one five two six three WMMRs courtesy of Bud Light. You can text Birds to three nine three 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 for a link uh, to complete event details. We'll be back in a second. B file is coming up. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR. Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. 
Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I was not paying attention. What were you wowing about? Morris Day in the Time. Ah. Playing. At Rivers. Yes. That one could be fun. That could be great. A lot of fun. We need to see if we could have Morris Day on. That'd be awesome. Debbie Gibson's going to be there uh, in the beginning of December. (laughs) Guess who's going? (laughs) Uh, You. Is it you, Kathy? (laughs) Me and Matt Ford. Uh, me and Matt Cord. That was she was Matt Cord. I believe's first uh, radio interview. Right, I remember <laughs> something about that. He, he yeah. worked on Long Island, and he went out to her school <laughs> to interview her. I loved Debbie. I, I got to confess my love to Debbie one time. We had her on. I told her I was a huge, uh, huge fan, and it's a total. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. What? No, 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 sit, 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 sit. You know, we didn't do it. There's a misunderstanding. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> Debbie Gibson, it's awesome. <laughs> well, anyhow. <laughs> uh, I, thank you for the information. Let us now do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Bizarre File this morning brought to you by Helium Comedy Club. Club. Big laughs to Philly, bringing big laughs to Philly for many years. Helium Comedy Club has the... <laughs> big laughs, bro. No, no, I said club. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, we let it go. We, I know you happened. did. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, Helium Comedy has, and it doesn't even say club there. It says just Helium Comedy. Yeah. It's the best comics. You had the club. Of today and tomorrow, live every week. Tickets and lineup at heliumcomedy.com. All right. Uh, construction, machinery, and equipment manufacturer Caterpillar Incorporated is facing a hefty proposed fine and citation after one of its employees fell to his death in an 11 foot deep pot of molten iron. Oh, my God. 39 year old melting specialist who had been on the job for only nine days was removing a sample of iron from a furnace at a foundry in Mapleton, Illinois. When he fell into a melting pot. I can only imagine that he went quickly, correct? I don't know. I hope so. The pot of molten iron was heated to more than 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. So, yes, I have to believe that just the shock of that alone would put you uh, completely out before extinguishing you. Uh, OSHA's investigation found the facility did not have... Legally required guardrails and restraint systems to protect workers from falling into dangerous equipment. Do you think they might want to have that? Yeah, how would that even be an option? Uh, Investigators found the company routinely exposed employees to unprotected fall hazards as they worked within four feet of deep ceramic containers of superheated molten iron. OSHA said uh, in a statement, Caterpillar's Caterpillar's failure to meet its legal responsibilities to ensure the safety and health of workers... Leaves this worker's family, friends, and co-workers to grieve needlessly. Matthew uh, Dierkes was identified as the deceased worker. 
Uh, and it says OSHA has proposed fines of $145,000 to Caterpillar Incorporated for the accused violations. That seems a little low to me. Mm. I don't know for a company as big as that, but yeah. nonetheless, and I would imagine uh, maybe a lawsuit to follow yes, by the family. that's my guess. <clears throat> a 25-year-old man, it's a terrible story, either jumped or climbed onto a moving 18-wheeler before starting to dance, but when the semi-trailer passed underneath a bridge, the dancing man slammed into the overpass, was knocked off the vehicle, he landed on the freeway below, the man was rushed to a local hospital, he was later pronounced dead after this. And there's video of this, by the way. Authorities say they believe the man might have been recording himself as he danced atop the truck. A video shared on Facebook shows the man dancing on the semi-trailer before the fatal incident. Uh, police questioned and released a driver of the 18-wheeler. He was apparently unaware <clears throat> that the man had climbed on top of his truck. Yeah, I can see that. An investigation is ongoing. It's right out of well. a cartoon, a bad cartoon. Crazy. Uh, three adults and dozens of dogs on board a twin-engine plane are okay after an emergency landing on a golf course in southeastern Wisconsin on Tuesday. Uh, the people of the plane that went down on the back green of Western Lakes Golf Club had injuries that were not life-threatening. 56 dogs were being transported from New Orleans uh, to shelters in Wisconsin. One of the dogs contacted the control tower, Preston. Oh, and took control. <laughs> Humane Society employees were waiting for the arrival of the on the uh, Waukesha Airport and went to the golf course to retrieve the animals. Authorities say the dogs were not seriously injured. Uh, the plane struck a grove of trees after it crash-landed and lost its wing. About 300 gallons of fuel was spilled. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources was called to the scene. An investigation is, going, is ongoing into why the plane ended up on the golf course. Uh, the dogs are going to be available for adoption when they are medically cleared in the coming days. On an unrelated but similar story, did you guys see the footage of that air, uh, mid-air collision at the uh, Dallas air show? air show last week? Yes. No, I missed it. Okay, so you, Horrifying. you were in bed uh, sick all weekend. But yeah, it was a Dallas air show, and these two planes... Just collided with the one plane. They, they were in one was in the other's blind spot. Yep. So and that's and they it was not that they weren't that high up, Preston. One was a bomber, I believe, mm-hmm. a World War II bomber, and the other one was I forget what the other craft was, but it basically sliced it in half. So yeah. were they both vintage aircraft? Yeah, they're both oh, vintage. Man, oh you know it, it's it happens on occasion, and it's horrible to see. I remember in, in years passing, uh, you know, collisions like that. But did anyone survive? No. Oh my god. All right, uh, on another note, a man in Germany found a lost check for 4.6 million euros made out to the confectionery. Now, uh, is it Haribo? Is that how you pronounce that? Oh, yeah, yeah, the uh, gummy bears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was made out to Haribo, uh, and he ended up receiving what he thought was a pretty cheap thank you gift of candies. Uh, and our G was his name, was on his way home from visiting his mother when he saw a piece of paper flooding around on the ground. He picked it up. And saw that it was a uh, crossed check for four million six hundred thirty-one thousand five hundred thirty-eight euros, or four point eight million dollars, <throat> made out to Haribo from German supermarket chain Rui. And there was, he said, there was such a large sum on it, I couldn't even pronounce it. He then con- contacted Haribo, whose lawyer told him to destroy the check, which he did. Uh, he even sent a photo as proof, as requested. Uh, he then sent a, he apparently Haribo sent a thank you gift to him, which included six packs of the company's products. Oh my God, oh. six packs. Such as gummy bears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you helped us avoid a $4 million disaster. 
Just a couple packs. Uh, Haribo is known for its gummy bear candy sold in the gold bag. He said, I thought that was a bit cheap, but uh, they, Haribo confirmed the incident. But actually, Steve, since the check was crossed, only the company could have redeemed it anyway. I uh, see. The confectioner added that it sent uh, an hour. It's standard thank you package. Hey, you, you eat your gummy bears. Yeah, get on out of here. I get it. Leave yeah. us alone. <laughs> uh, facial hair enthusiasts claim to have set a new world record for the longest beard chain during a recent event in Wyoming. I don't like this. Participants gathered at Gaslight Social Bar in Casper, where they stood side by side and clipped their beards together to form a 140-foot-long chain. That's more than double the Guinness World Record at 62 feet 6 inches, which was set in March and set in Germany in 2007. Kathy, you hate facial hair, right? Uh, you, this would be something. This is awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the event occurred on the sidelines of the National Beard and Mustache Championships, which took place uh, this past Saturday. So you never let your beard get much longer than it is right now, no, Preston. No, I, I don't like a long beard. It, it gets in the way, does it well, not? And it doesn't look right it, on right. me personally. Right. And Yes, I think that much facial hair is kind of gross. Uh, the idea of it, me personally, I can't imagine having that much hanging down off my face. So. And if it blows in the wind, I think yeah. I, I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, but I some people, like it. some people who can grow it out, absolutely yeah. love it. Who were we? It was Todd the Mofo from our Rival Sons last oh, week? Oh, yeah, yeah. serious. Yeah. God, it was down to his. Navel, and that's you know? a thick beard, though he's got yeah. a lush beard, and he can grow it out quickly. But he also yeah. kind of keeps it together, like he, you know, puts like little ponytails right, uh, yeah. in there. Like yeah, Brandon he, Marsh on the fills, it's, yeah. it's totally unkempt uh, and and kind of disgusting. Um, but uh, yeah, Todd the Mofo uh, grooms it. Yeah, and it's uh, he he puts uh, like um, bands, yeah, yes. that hold it in place, yeah, uh, down that way. So yeah, whatever, uh-huh. man, to each his own. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, I understand we're going to do Great American Smokeout and Vape Out. Dr. Rosenpenis is indeed here. Yes. And uh, we'll talk to him a little bit, and then we'll send him off with some people who want to quit the habit for good. And he does good. He does what he does, man. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Wait, what's that? Where was that place, Preston, and Steve said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. That is until the internet breaks and then we've got bigger problems. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Thursday, November 17th. The Great American Smoke Out, Great American Vape Out. All of that is taking place. Sure is. Today, and we have the good doctor here with us this morning to make sure that some people give it up for good. Please welcome Dr. Rosenberg. Yay! Yay. Thank you. Better known as... Oh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Come on. No, no, no. I get I get emails with that name one now. You I you mean, are it's you, ridiculous. You were referred to, <laughs> you were referred to here professionally within the building as Doctor Rosenpenis. He was just telling me that there are uh, emails. Listen, last night I had a lodge meeting at, for my Mason's Lodge, and everybody called me Rosenpenis. Oh man, welcome. You know, it's ridiculous. I was actually thinking yesterday when they were promoting. I'm like, this man. 
man, he is an adult. He's a professional, mm-hmm. and this is what we're calling this. Uh, you know what? It's done. I've love. never been accused of being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> it's done out of love, and it's one yeah. of our favorite um, movies. So yes, now Thor is better. Yeah. <laughs> the Thor smoking uh, cessation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, it's nice to see you again, sir. Good to see you too. Yeah. And I need to give a shout out to my Lodge brothers, by the way. Uh, Nikki uh, is saying hello, and. Kurt uh, is saying hello. The guys are really. Uh, I didn't realize that was your 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 lodge right in the in the uh, in the city. We we yeah, actually, yeah, 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 we yeah. had the opportunity to go in and, and check it out. It's an amazing complex. Oh my god! Listen, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's my it's my my building. It's lovely. How long have you been a, a member? I've been a member nine years. Wow, yeah. it's very cool. We were we were blown away when we got the invite to come down yeah, and visit. I, I'm the chaplain of my lodge, and uh, it's great. Wow, wow. Yep. So, so the chapel of your lodge, chaplain. Oh, chaplain, chaplain of yes. the lodge. Yes, okay. Yes. How right. many people in the lodge call you Doctor Rosenpenis? Uh, <laughs> just about everybody. <laughs> Well, today is your day. This is like what Christmas is for Santa Claus. This is your, this, your this deal. This is my holiday. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've, we've known over the years the effectiveness of what you do because we've had people report back um, over the years that we've had people uh, you know, get, get your treatment, your one session, walk out and not smoke again. Now you're dealing with the vaping. There's another yeah, part of it. How, yeah. how much have you seen that rise? Quite a bit. And uh, the vape is the same thing. So, you know, vaping is probably worse than cigarettes. Mm. So uh, you get that popcorn lung syndrome. Right. And it's terrible. Right, right. So, uh, you know, the, the important thing is to stop smoking anything. Anything you're bringing into your lungs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's amazing uh, how detrimental it is to your general health and well-being. Um, so I, I have a question about uh, hypnotism. And, Absolutely. And um, what if you are, what if you have a hard time concentrating um, when uh, trying to, you know, to because you are supposed to uh, focus. kind of let your mind go free. That's the word. Yeah, focus. Yeah, yeah I can't even <laughs> focus to think of the proper word. Uh, it's called the, ADD. Yeah. It's, are there things that you can do to kind of prepare yourself going into hypnosis? Actually speaking. Uh, what hypnosis does is to really get you to focus so that when I have a person who cannot focus, in fact, I had a woman uh, come in the office the other day and she said, I just can't focus. Mm-hmm. I said, well, we'll try it and see yeah. what happens. She was the best subject ever. Hmm. She just couldn't believe how easy it was. And everybody, it's, it, it's a time warp. Uh, we were together for maybe about 25 minutes of recording the session. And she had to listen to the session after recording it uh, for uh, three weeks in order to get the aversion that I do. So uh, she said, oh, well, uh, I asked her, how many minutes do you think it recorded for? Oh, maybe about three, four. Yeah. It was 20. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I had the so, same experience because I still use the session that you recorded for me a while ago, which is just a good sort of, it's a meditation that works for me. Um, you know, when we originally recorded it, it seemed like it was just five minutes. Yeah, I remember it, you saying that. Yeah, yeah it yeah, ended yeah. up being about 20, 25 minutes. Correct. Uh, which is very cool. And then, so that shows that you can, especially, you, it has to come, I think, with the desire to make the change, right? I mean, the, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no question about it. And uh, with, uh, the, first of all, they're going to stop uh, menthol cigarettes very shortly. Right, right. So there's a ton of people out there saying, well, I got to get in because I, I've been smoking these menthols for years, and I got to get in there to stop because I want to get ahead of the curve. Right. 
And uh, menthol, I mean, that addition of that flavor makes it a lot more difficult to stop. So uh, I'm going to be glad when that's over. I remember, you know, I was I was a longtime smoker, and I've uh, quit for over uh, 20 years now. Um, but I, I remember when I, w- I wanted to quit for a long time before I eventually did. I knew that it was bad for me. There were a couple of reasons. I knew that it was bad for me. I also knew, and what you do, doctors, you associate bad things to the sensation of smoking. And I remember knowing, like, there would be times where I'd be like, oh, this is, it just, I smell bad. This yeah. tastes bad, even though, but I still wanted to do it anyway. So I already had that kind of foot in the door of this tastes bad, but you kind of push it even further and really ingrain that into something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like to do this aversion therapy, and it, it is aversive. And uh, the main thing is to get that aversion into the head. So uh, I ask all the participants, and we have a ton of participants out there that are raring to go with this, and they're going to record it on their cell phones and then listen to it for three weeks. There you go. If you really do something for three weeks, you are breaking a habit and creating a new habit. So it's great. Get that aversion into the head. It's wonderful. They'll stop. Guaranteed they'll never go back to it. That's the one the one thing is, and it can be very hard for people, is that to just invest that initial time, it's hard to believe something could become a habit or a ritual for you. But before you know it, if you just invest that time, it will be. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're it, right. You're it's absolutely a, correct. It seems like you're you're climbing Everest on the other side of it. But once you get it done and adopt it, it's like, how could I not have done this before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly it. Yeah. You are the Thor. Yeah, I am yeah. the Thor. I am the but Thor I mean, of realization. Yes. I can only speak from my own personal experience, but you know, when it when I quit and I eventually got over it, once I look back, I'm like, man, how did I ever do that in the first place? And B, I will never do that again because it is now, uh, it's repulsive to me. You know what I mean? Well, and that's, I did yeah, it for years it and years. Look, and I couldn't, I'm sorry to interrupt, doctor, yeah. but I could, at the time, I couldn't imagine myself not doing right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But it is repulsive if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, it's a very uh, nasty and disgusting habit. Mm-hmm. And it's an addiction. Look, nicotine is probably 10 times more addictive than heroin. Right. Oh, wow. So, I, I, you know, I can't understand it's legal. Right. Mm-hmm. So let, let's just get everybody to quit. Look, if people uh, were shut out of today's performance, uh, they can catch me at the office, be happy to work with them. They get a Preston and Steve discount for <laughs> uh, up until the end of the year. Okay. And it's great. Come on in. You can operate. Uh, you do. A lot of your stuff now can be done remotely if someone yes, can't make it over to your office. Absolutely. You're, right. you're the Thor again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's it's amazing. I've been doing remote for over 20 years with people who are out of the country and right. out of the state. So I was all set up to do a remote situation. And probably right now, about 80% of the people I see are remote. Listen, take it out for a spin. If it's something that you've never tried, you you might be surprised. I was surprised at the effectiveness of it. And it's the kind of thing that, that again, when I listen to it, I feel rested I can't fall asleep, sleep. I can't take a nap, nap. But by listening to this, when I need it, it does provide a recharge for me. And that's what, that was the goal. 
Uh, you know, and it's so it's it's something that I, my wife does it. My wife is a well, that's right. Yeah, you know, I remember doing her uh, program too. Yes. Yeah, and she wants she wants yep. a, a, a another session. So yeah, it's all it, it all works to the end result. And in this case, that end result is giving up vaping and smoking. Absolutely, yeah. and we do other things too. Look, there's a guy that was an avid listener of yours that lost 150 pounds. Wow. Yes, I got him. I I do this. It's amazing. I got to tell you, I'm amazed. I. I Okay. I was just going to mention your website is quititnow.com. Yes, www.quititnow.com. And there is a discount that's available to the end of the year for Preston C Show <laughs> listeners. Correct. Excellent. Well, we're ready to send you on your way yeah, if that's yeah. cool and get you change a couple of lives. Yeah, and yeah. actually uh, you can throw my phone number in there if they can't, uh, people who aren't. Go ahead. Uh, 215-782-8414. Leave off the last P for penis. Right? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> nice. All right, let's get the doctor out of oh, here. Yeah. And, uh, and we have someone to score the doctor down to where he needs to be. Yeah. Well, uh, Marissa is going to come in, or, or she's going to direct someone to come in here and move the doctor along and get him into We have a um, uh, special conference room. Yeah. A couple uh, people. Where we have some uh, listeners that uh, doctor is going to go and hypnotize, and hopefully they're going to give it up for good. Good luck to you, doctor. We'll be listening in. Thank oh, yeah. you so much. All right. The Thor of hypnotism. <laughs> Don't drop the F-bomb. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Rosamir. Yes. Please do not drop the F-bomb while you're um, Oh, you know what? Hang on. While he is making his way down the hall, uh, we have a listener on the line. This is Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you at work. That's all right, Tom. So you've had an experience with Dr. Rosenberg? Yeah, so 17 years ago, uh, I I just needed to quit. My father had throat cancer. Uh, I, I just I needed to quit. So I did a hybrid technique. I went to my primary care physician. I got Chantix, but I knew myself I couldn't probably trust myself, so I went and got him as the alternate therapy. So I started taking Chantix and included his uh, hypnotism. And I've been gone for 17 years now. Wow. wow. Great nice. Job. That's excellent, man. Yeah. 17 years. That's a good one-two yeah. punch, man, if uh. you can come at it from different angles like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, I tried Chantix the first time, and I just went back to smoking right away after I stopped taking it. When I used that and went to him, it, it, his the way he describes things, and I don't want to get gross because yeah. I think you guys have heard his yeah. stuff. Uh, <laughs> right. That's why uh, I'll leave it at that. But it's, wor- it's worth the thing because you have no risk with him. Yeah. And again, I'm hey, 17 years out. Hey, Tom, I, I don't know if you've ever done the math on this, but you've saved yourself somewhere between sixty to $70,000. Oh, yeah. I, uh, every year on my quit date, I put on my Facebook page how much money I've saved. I think I, I'm being conservative because when, when I quit, I think the, the packs of cigarettes are like only 2 bucks before the huge tax increase. So I'm, I don't know exactly how much, but uh, I, I always have it about 35000 right now. Nice. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah but buy yourself a car today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you earned it. All right. Thanks, Tom. Happy to hear about the success story, man. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. We'll see you later. Uh, there was a text came in and asked if, uh, does, uh, could he, what did it say, Nick? Could he help out with adult thumb suckers? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's a serious question. Yeah, I and, do too. And so I said yes. Uh, check out his website. And then there was somebody else uh, right before we talked about the overeating and uh, weight loss. Asked, can they can Dr. Rosenpenis help out with the um, the weight loss? And he can do that too. So you know, check out his website because he can address a lot of different um, addiction issues. He's actually worked yeah. with a lot of athletes too to help them stay on exercise regimens and things of that nature. Anything that you want to <laughs> modify can be modified through this. We've talked about adult thumbsuckers on this show before. Do you know anybody who is an adult thumbsucker? Uh, I, I had a friend years ago. She um, 
She was all put together, you know, like the manicure, the whole thing. She was a thumb sucker. Hmm. I just don't see, I I mean, socially I understand, but like, what's the big deal? Who cares? It's not like picking loogies. I know, but like, if it brings you comfort, you know? Yeah. No, if it doesn't ruin you. Suck away. Suck away. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I is there that. something at that point, if you're, if you're an adult and your, your palate is developed and everything, cause they always say with kids, it'll screw up your. Yeah. Your, I, I, listen, I sucked my, my thumb for a long, long time. And if I didn't get braces, I never would have stopped. But the braces kind of, it ruined the way everything fit in my mouth. Right. And it took the joy away from it. But I remember, I mean, it's, it is a. It is a pacifier. Right. Right? And it just, it was something, and I, and. How it, long did you have a pacifier when you were a kid? I, I didn't. Oh, I, you didn't? I, I was a self, oh, I was right. a self-pacifier, yeah. and, and that's kind of how that, that thing, you know, works. Isn't it wild that that's the default, like you're, that your kids just find. Yeah. Yeah. I, the thing's it's the most obvious, Developmentally, right? I was yeah, very, yeah. very immature, but I, I sucked my thumb for a long time, and uh, there was uh, one time in particular where. It was like embarrassing. I got because I tried not when Your I got professor a, told no, you to stop. <laughs> when I got older, I made sure that I only did it where I tried to only do it like when I was not around people. Sure, sure. Yeah, and then one time I was in the schoolyard, didn't realize that I was doing it. Oh, oh. and I just that was sucking on my thumb, and oh, I was no. like, and I looked sucking up on a chili. Dog. I was sucking on a chili. I mean, I would have much rather been <laughs> sucking on a chili dog than sucking on a chili dog. Sucking no. on a chili dog. So how I just badly remember, were you busted? I just remember looking up, and there were like three boys that were in a grade, two grades below me, oh, no. who were laughing at me. I was like, "Oh God damn it!" <laughs> but whatever, dude. Yeah. I remember one time. Okay, this is different than that. Yeah, but right. I was in. I was only in like first or second grade or something like that. Uh-huh. And I went in to, to go to the bathroom to use a urinal, and I did a little kid thing where I pulled uh-huh. my pants down <laughs> all the way down. Yeah, and some kid, uh, oh, no. I'll never forget, I can hear it yeah. plain as day. I saw Preston's butt. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm telling you, yeah. it, like, hit me like a, 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 a sword to my heart. <sighs> nothing like, you can do. But that's why. Still getting it back. That movie, Boyhood. And now guys pay a grand to see that. Oh, my God. But that's why that movie, Boyhood, I think, stood out to you so much. Yes. Because there was just little snapshots like that. That's exactly it. Because yeah. it was so terrible. Kathy didn't understand the movie. <laughs> yeah. But I, I didn't understand it until it. you said that. I just thought it was that. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't understand it until you, until you, you know, uh, posited it, to me that way. I was like, It was essentially oh. snapshots of a kid's life that he remembers for one reason or another that sticks with him. That these were pivotal moments. And, I, and I'll use an example. There was a, a moment in a bathroom there where this kid threatens to fight him. And you're thinking later on in the movie there, there's going to be another confrontation with this kid. No, it was just that it resonated so strongly mm-hmm. uh, that moment that he'll never forget it. That's how our memories so, are. Yeah, yeah they're, they're that's not, what it is. They're it's not a continuous stream of everything you've ever experienced unless you're Mary Lou Henner. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we the, those snapshots yeah. that get recalled... You know, like in the, in the movie Dreamcatcher, they try to create a depiction of it, right. the Stephen King story about those those things, the way they're filed in your mind. But those are those moments. Yeah. I want to go what... back maybe and rewatch it just because you love it so much. But then, like, I've wasted so much of my life on dumb things. I don't know. <laughs> 
You know what? It's, Put it's another two, two hours, hours in, you know what I mean? It's, Why don't you try to go to the bathroom first, and, and yeah. when you go to the bathroom, stand up at the urinal and drop your pants all the way down? <laughs> now, there's, there's a moment in the movie where he sees his uh, his mom offer some advice to a guy that came by to just do some work on the yeah. house. Uh-huh. And uh, they, they ran into that guy again years later, and that little bit of advice changed that guy's life. And yeah. so it imprinted on this kid, and he'll never forget it. Yeah. So. I mean, and that's all our lives are at this point, yeah. or just to just... All we yeah. are is dust in the wind. That's it, yeah. man. But we are. According we are. to Socrates, yes, right. he agrees with that. Uh, the, the, the way he was that, in Kansas. The yeah. way that boyhood addresses um, you, the way that you form memories and the way that Inside Out uh, addresses how you form memories yes. is, is really not Inside Out. Yeah. 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 Inside yeah. Out. Yeah. 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 Great movie. Outside In? What am I thinking of? Yes, Inside Out. The Wendy. animated film? Yeah. 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 Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? What? what? Well, I'm thinking of Inside Out, and then I got confused. You thinking of Good own. Burger? Nope. Oh. No. What's the uh, Tom Hanks movie? No, 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 no. The the movie where Kevin Klein is gay. In or out? In and out. In, in and out. In and out. Right. Yeah. But, but that in, one too, probably. I think yeah. I'm gay. Isn't it? <laughs> well, the way that they the titles crisscross in my brain. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm gay. I'm not sure if I'm gay. Um. Anyway, what were you going to say, Casey? Because uh, I'm going to bring up something. No, I. Uh, Boyhood's two hours and 45 minutes oh, long. Oh, dear God, Ooh, God, no. that is a long that movie. Is. It is a long movie. We just lost Kathy completely on that. That's like a bottle and a half of wine. I do remember <laughs> a girl... Watch that inside out thing. A girl I went to high school with sucked on uh, two of her fingers. And, I mean, that was all the way up till our senior year. I don't know if she still does it at this point, but, hmm. you know, again, I don't see anything wrong with it. Hang on a second. We have some uh, callers on the adult uh, some thumb sucking thing. I'm gonna first. I'm gonna go to Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Steph? Not much. Yeah, I suck my thumb. It's kind of embarrassing, but it's so like relaxing and nice. And I'm 48 years old, and I've never been able to stop. And I will tell you, my teeth are perfect. People comment all the time, like, "Did you have bruises growing up?" And I'm like, "No." Sucked my thumb my whole life. Stephanie, wow. does uh, do people know that you do that? They notice you doing it. No, I mean, I don't, so, like, I only do it weird times, like, obviously, like, at night when I'm snuggling, like, with my kids, or sometimes if I'm driving, Mm -hmm. um, but that's really it, so, like, people don't really know, I mean, my husband knows, and he, well, he kind of thinks it's sexy, but whatever, and then, (laughs) like, only, only, like, my close friends and my mom, and I see my mom, like, once a month, and she's like, you still fuck with mom, and I'm like, no, sorry. (laughs) Wait, so, uh, would you say you do it every day, Stephanie? Oh yeah, every single day. Every day. Do you, you ever suck your thumb. do you ever accidentally do it like at work or somewhere where you're like, oh no, they don't know? Well, no, thank God I work from home, so like, okay. that's never an issue. But I will tell you, like sometimes, like on a webcam, like I have to be like, oh crap, I gotta turn my camera off. Like <laughs> it's just it's just it's a stress reliever, right? Like for me, like okay. it's a comfort thing at night. But then, like if I'm having like crazy day, like sometimes I'll just like sit down and pop my phone in the So you don't feel you, you don't feel that that for, it's like a deep dark secret for you. It actually provides you comfort. It does provide me comfort, but I mean it's embarrassing. I'm 38. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, I want you to remind yourself when you start yeah. to beat yourself up for thumb sucking, remind yourself that you're potty trained. You got yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> hey Steph, have you ever tried to stop? Have you ever gone? To a therapist or, or anything along those lines to to stop it, or does it just bring you too much comfort? I've never tried to stop. I've, so my mom when I was growing up, when I tried to make me stop by putting like hot sauce on my thumb, and then there was like really nasty like little stuff that she would put on it, and I would just suck right through it. Yeah, wow. 
You're committed to sucking. Yeah, wow. Well, you know, listen, um, this, I think it's a therapist, like Dr. uh, Rosenberg might be able to assist. It doesn't sound like she wants to stop. I mean, Um, or maybe she does. I said I do want to stop. She says she wants to stop. Because my older son is 12 and he still does it, and now I have a two-year-old, and, I'm real, and he's, like, addicted to the pinky. And I really don't want to be a bad example. Like, you have to stop sucking your thumb as I'm sucking my thumb. I hear you. Yeah, that makes sense. You want to set an example. Stephanie, I'm going right. to try to ask this in a sensitive <laughs> way. Yeah. But has your husband ever complimented you on your sucking? It's definitely a nice way to practice. <laughs> That's why it's he's a, a training aid. Yeah, yeah. And you develop muscles in your jaw and your face. Uh, I'm sure. There you go. Oh I, listen, if, I mean, it, if it brings you comfort, and then then there's no harm. It's okay. In that. Yeah. You know, I mean, but though you obviously want to stop it, um, you know, again, me, you may want to call uh, Dr. Rosenberg. Yeah. Uh, but but he's, he's, he's very I'm gentle very in the way he approaches it. And, yeah, give it a shot, all right? right? Quititnow.com, okay? Awesome. Thank you, guys. Right, good luck. All right, thank yeah. you, Stephanie. Thank you. We'll see you later. <laughs> it's kind of um, the thing that's, that's it's not horrible, but it's she's um, embarrassed by it, and she wants to yeah. be an, an example for kids who are, you, it's hard to tell a kid not to suck your thumb yeah. when they can't understand you because you're sucking your own thumb. I have a therapist who's <laughs> on the line. Uh, this is Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? <laughs> all right. Jamie, you being a therapist, have you dealt with people or had patients that have had that issue before? Yes, I have. But the funny thing is, and I I also am in my 40s, but I still have a blanket, like a baby blanket. A whoopee. Uh, a binky. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely like an attachment issue um, in general for people who have like blankets and thumb sucking and whatnot. But yeah, to Casey's point, like, you could smoke or do drugs, or you could have a freaking blanket and suck your thumb. Yeah, they, I make that point. Doctor yeah. Mike makes that point all the time. It's like you're not you're not making meth in the basement. You, yeah. you like a little blanket. That's so from a therapy level, Jamie. That's you, you give yourself permission to have these things, right? Exactly. It's kind of like at the end of the day. It, you know, you could be doing a whole other lot of stuff that would cost you a heck of a lot more and a lot more like treatment. <laughs> right. Just having a blanket or something. You're, you're not giving handies to guys in alleyways so you can get yeah. a blanket. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, well, will yeah, you? I talk about, will, like why people like have it and stuff and you know, why they, they want to know like what the attachment issue is and whatnot. But at the end of the day, like unless they really want to not have it, it's like. Dude, it's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. Will you offer that advice uh, or, or or just your, you know, opinion? It, uh, it, 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 it has come up a couple times. And people, you know, usually people are embarrassed about it. Yeah. Um, you know, so if it's something that you kind of always go with, like, what the person is, wants. If they want to kind of just know about why they still do this, then we talk about, like, attachment situations or find out maybe where that came from, the attachment. But then, you know, if they're just need more, like, reassurance. Like, it's really okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to have that. Yeah, it's not destructive really behavior. It, yeah, if you really don't want to do it, then we can talk about, like, working on how to wean yourself off of it. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, I see that 100%. I mean, if you pick the meter or the level at which your comfortability sits, and if it's something exactly. you're embarrassed about, then you work on it. But if it's doing no harm whatsoever, and, like, it's a little blanket or whatever... Yeah. 
Uh, so to the to someone who thucks, sucks their th- sucks their thumb, fucks <laughs> their thumb. Sucks their thumb. <laughs> I um, said T H. Yeah. T H U C K. You did, and I heard it. Yeah. Um, and you don't do that to your thumb. Your thumb does that to you. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> so th- would you say it's okay if someone's an adult still doing that? Yes. To be honest, yes. I, okay. I, I All don't right. think there's any issue with it because honestly, usually when people you have that kind of situation going on when they're older. Yeah. What about Tig old bitties? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jamie, so as a, as a kid growing up, it was all the adults that were, like, telling me that it was bad and, and that I shouldn't, you know, like, well, I remember. it's affecting yeah. your teeth and My teachers and, and my dentist. And, and, sure. and Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, there's that aspect of it. And, like, again, it's like if they're worried about that, then fine, we'll deal with that. But, yeah, I mean, if there's, as an adult, it's, it's like, just, you know, I... Again, Relax. Like either go, you're gonna smoke or do drugs or just have a freaking blanket or something. Which one? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah, like Kathy. Um, Preston. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. My uh, friend who had her pillow from growing up. We talked about this, Kathy and I. Uh, this was not on air, but this is a camp out. Yeah. Yeah. My friend and we had her on years ago. We did. Remember she called it Pooey as her pillow. Yeah. We, we were talking about you know people who are adults who still have things like that, like right. a whoopee, and and she had this beat up. Pillow. pillow that she had had forever, like it, it was worn down. Kathy, show me a picture of this thing. Yeah. Really? Go ahead and tell she, the story. She origi- she, How do you let that happen? Uh, well, and Steve, she was my roommate all through yeah. college. She's like one of my best friends. She uh, had the pillow when she was a kid. She brought it to college. She had it at college. And she's married with two kids and now has it in her home oh, that she lives creepy. in. Um, but she finally had to, and Preston, I was half wrong. She had to get rid of the <coughs> pillow case. Okay. Thoughts oh, of right. She goes, Thin. oh, yeah. God. She goes, no, no. She goes, I would never get rid of the pillow. So okay. she still has That's this okay, disgustingly yeah. stained pillow. She just oh, got, really? She, I guess she's putting a new pillowcase on it, but it was the same freaking pillowcase from when she was a kid. You have to, I have a picture the, Steve, Steve, you have to see it. It's, it looks like material from the mummy. Like, you know, really? like rotted, yeah. falling off uh, material. And, and it just, it was, it looked bad. It was yeah. really gross. But I remember having her on because she was like me. She likes a thin pillow. Yeah. Yes. And, and we'd talk to her. Oh, that and, looks and like I, used men's underwear. Yeah. Hey, Kath, real quick. Um, when, when people found out that this was like her thing. Did was was there a target on that thing? Did people? Case, want- I didn't find out until a few years ago when we talked about something on the air, and she was like, "Don't you remember my pillow?" And I was like, "Not really." And and I thought that was a rat tab. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think she kind of kept you, it quiet for I that kind reason of feel because like- we had another friend that in college also that kept her Care Bear from a kid. Yeah, uh, yeah. and she people found out about that and then they started making fun of her. <laughs> well, not only that or like stealing it or you know like hiding oh, it, holding it for ransom. It, but, yeah, case she brought the Care Bear to spring break in South Padre and yes, the guys who stayed in the room across from Did us they violated. They they took it and they put lotion on it as if they had. Oh, oh yeah. Your teddy bears when your friends are pretending to having sex with your teddy bears. (laughs) At least you don't take it on spring break. Spring break. Um, Wow. Real quick, I do want to check in as the doctor is down the hall. Yes, and he is. uh, Might be done already. He's doing his magic. Let's see if we have audio and can hear him. I bring this up. Twenty. I go deeper and deeper. 19 deepers. By the way, we have a cave, He's at, a the cave? End of, uh, at the end of the hallway there that we put Is in. everybody relaxed? 17. He can't deeper hear us. Oh. And so he's taking them into the hypnotic state now. He's counting down. Um, and he's down getting them deeper, to the a state of deeper. relaxation. Yeah. Uh, Just as if I were going down in an elevator. 
love in an elevator. Fifteen going down. You're living it up as you're going down. Janie's got a gun. It's the old Aerosmith hypnosis. Going down. Eleven going down. Ten. Did he knock on the table? Nine going down. Ignition sequence started. Going down. Seven. Going down. All right. Well, let, well, we got Now we got to get to the yeah. the end of the down. countdown, right? How do you think it ends? <laughs> we have liftoff. How do you think it ends? Three <laughs> going down. Two going down. One zero. Deeply relaxed. Oh. Deeply subconscious. It is my subconscious mind that I want to reach. Dude. And I'm able to do so by counting backwards to be- this time. What? So as you're hearing, that's I lay here that every time. So, so he counts you down. And if you if you there, they, obviously the optimum situation would be where, where you could close your eyes and be comfortable and have a low light situation. And if you do that, that whole process is, is essential. It's got to put you into that uh, that. Receptive, receptive um, area in your brain mm-hmm. and allow you to listen to the suggestion. Yeah. And it does work. You know, I'm the kind of person who fights, <laughs> who initially would fight that stuff. Yeah. But if you just acquiesce because the result is something you want, yeah. it can work. Yep. He does a good job. By the way, there's a text uh, just came in. It says, Dr. Roseberg is the man. I heard about him through you guys. He helped me with nail biting. Yeah. Uh, Dermatitalomanus. OCD and excessive drinking, and he has changed my life. How about that? Uh, that is from Leah in Parksburg. Uh, so a number of things that Leah was having an issue with, and Dr. Rosenberg was able to get her to focus. You can use the power of your own desire with his assistance uh, to make that change. You know, it's something we, we were like, oh, I don't know, it seems kind of weird. Give it a shot. I want to live a longer, healthier, happier and a better quality of life. And the only way in which I can do this is to never, ever, ever smoke again. So he's giving some positive reinforcement. I them, I do not need them. And then eventually it gets the negative attachment right. to it. I want to be free from them. No longer do I want that nicotine to control me any longer. I want to just get rid of them. I want to be a non-smoker. Did you feel you were under I the control that that it had control over you? Would you say? When oh you're yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Without question, I, I, I there were there were uh, when I had to. I remember uh, when when I most wanted to stop smoking was uh, when I would get up in the morning. That and, was your time, and I'd want a cigarette. Um, yeah, absolutely. That, that was one of my, what am I doing, man? This is, you know, it's yeah. nine o'clock in the morning. That and I'm seems like a cigarette. And that to me is like a, like a Mel Gibson and lethal weapon. You know, he gets up and it's like your first, yeah. your first, you're starting anew uh-huh. and that's your first thing is to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Or when I see someone and to each his own, I don't mean whatever rocks your world. But like, if I go out hiking and I see someone, it's a beautiful crisp day and I see them go out and light a cigarette. It's like. That to me runs contrary to this yeah. beautiful. I know, you know, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with as you. As a non-smoker, that's easy for me to make that. Yeah, but as yeah. as a former smoker, I can tell you, you'll feel better. Yeah, you. I will tell you without question that after you know 
you've given it up and it's behind you and, yes. and it's a month or so, you'll look back on those days and go, man, <laughs> I wasted a lot of time doing yeah. that. Yeah. I, listen, we all know it's a long road, but <laughs> it is. Yes. Imagine if Rambo. I can't give these things up. <laughs> I like them and now I'm vaping. And my gummy bears. I can't stand them. I'm a slave. Coming back from Vietnam. Can't watch with all the gummy bears. Where's the company? Haribo. Uh, it's a beautiful song, man. Imagine if he was your uh, um, your hypnotist, <laughs> <laughs> especially in that pissed yeah. off uh-huh. <laughs> that pissed Dance, off. Nine, eight, seven, six. Come on, <laughs> Jesus! You like to smoke, don't you? I want what they want. You not smoking? Uh, Rambo therapist. <laughs> Do you know a pack of smokes in uh, in New How York much City? Does it cost, Nick? Thirteen bucks a pack. Thirteen bucks in New York. I mean, like Preston, you talked about saving lives. I mean, like in case you mentioned this earlier, just saving money alone. Oh yeah. You know, if you're looking to cut some costs, you like the way it makes your breath smell, do you? <laughs> no. Thir- Back from Vietnam, smelling like Marlboro Man. Thirteen bucks. Thirteen bucks. Yes. A pack of cigarettes. Jesus, man, that's ridiculous. I remember when they were a buck a pack. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Good old days. Yeah. I remember you could say you could win cigarettes on the Wildwood Boardwalk. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> playing a, what a game or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Packs of cigarettes. They had wow. uh, it was uh, you would. It was they, they had uh, um, colored boxes uh, inside, like you know, what looked like a little boxing ring, and you threw a ball, and you, you would basically put money down on whatever colored box you think you would think the ball would go in. You would chuck the ball in there, and if it land, let's say you had your money on the red box, you'd win cigarettes. You would pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God. You remember Letterman? They used to have Larry Bud Melman go greet people who were visiting tourists, <laughs> visiting Manhattan, and he would hand them a carton of cigarettes. I remember that. <laughs> uh, I remember as a child buying cigarettes for my mom regularly. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, cool. Run, my mom, my mom running into the grocery cool. uh, into the grocery store, the convenience store, and getting yeah. cigarettes for. Yeah, my standard. What did my dad smoke? Maybe he smoked those as well. Uh, my parents were Winston. Yeah, mine, mine yeah. too. Uh-huh. My dad loved a Winston. And then my mom was Benson and Hedges after that. Were those the thin ones? No. No. Those uh, were Virginia Slims. Virginia Slims and also Capri's. Yeah, Capri's. Cigarettes. Capri's. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Joan Kyle smoked on Dynasty. <laughs> smoked a t- Alexis. What did she smoke? Capri's. Capri's. Wow. And Eve. Didn't Eve. they make a cigarette? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you got your own cigarette now, baby. Had little flowers on yes. it? Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty. Yeah. <laughs> my parents weren't smokers, but um, my, Nerds. Gr- my grandmother was, um, she would smoke when her sisters came it down. Just be both. And, like, we couldn't <laughs> believe it. Like, when she would pull out a cigarette, we'd be like, why is Nana smoking? What is she doing? Everybody around me smoked, you know, and it was, uh, I, I did not. My brothers did not smoke my, uh, you know, uh, so it was kind of weird. Dude, it was more a reaction to. I just couldn't. Yeah, we were never a smoker family. Like all of my aunts were at yeah. some point. My mom and dad never. No, both my parents, and when we we'd be in cars on long rides, and it'd be like a gas chamber, <laughs> and I'd be like, even as a kid, I remember thinking this cannot be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's listen. <laughs> Is that him playing? Is that Doctor Rosebeers? This is smoking. Yeah, let's check in with him again. See how he's doing. Smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> I spit out that cigarette. Huh? I run back in. I rinse out my mouth. I come to the conclusion that I will never, ever, 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 ever smoke again. 
I do not want them. I do that ain't them. you. <laughs> I will not smoke them. You're better I than that. Be free from them. Free at last. Free Thank God Almighty. Yeah. <laughs> you? Again. Right. I am a non-smoker. And I'm making a commitment to myself right now and to my loved ones. Yes. That's right. It stinks. Ever, ever smoke again. I am a non-smoker. I am stronger than any cigarette. I am invincible. I am Rambo. Oh, my God. All right, well, let's uh, let's monitor along. And, he's, uh, he's in the zone. Yeah, he, he's getting them. Hey, believe it or not, besides our kidding around, it does work. It really does. And hopefully they, they walk out of there never smoking again. Wouldn't that be amazing, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break and uh, come back in a moment. But you know what? I got some <coughs> giveaways to do because Casey's going to be at Barnaby's uh, tonight. He will be at the Westchester location. Yeah, and, see him. It is the uh, Bud Light Thursday night kickoff, 7 to 9 p.m. at Barnaby's in Westchester. Uh, if you're caller number 16, we'll give you uh, a $50 gift card, 215-263-WMMR. Stop by because they've got uh, tickets to give away. Uh, they got autographed merchandise to give away. It's courtesy of Bud Light. And by the way, you can text BIRDS uh, to 39333 for a link to complete uh, event details sent to you. All right, we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Are happy to pass along the results of Camp Out for Hunger. You raised over 2.8 million pounds of. 2.8 million? A half million pounds more than last year. Money raised going to fill abundance. $1,078,254. It's astonishing. And a reminder, you can still donate at your local Acme. Yes. Everyone stepped up in incredible fashion. Absolutely. (laughs) Camp Out for Hunger would not be possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Event Equip, Philly Photo and Film, Town Square Rentals, Pods, Moving and Storage, Bowder Audio, and Newman University Videography. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Powered in part by Beanbow Bakeries USA, Pepsi, Duncan, and Stauffer. 93.3 WM. Putting Philly first. By the way, I would like to say hello and congratulations to uh, Joseph and Michelle and Stephen because they're non-smokers now. Yay! They might do, uh, hang out in the studio. So uh, Dr. Rosen penis has done has waved his penis. He his absolutely magic penis. Oh magic God. penis. And, with the power of Hogwarts. Uh, <laughs> And now they're not smokers. By the way, I did want to mention, I wanted to clarify something. It was written in my little info sheet here about uh, Dr. Dr. Rosenberg, um, the great American smoke out. If you get in touch with him at uh, quititnow.com and you let him know you're a Preston and Steve listener, you save $100 on your session. Yeah, that's correct, right, doctor? Says it on my info sheet. I guess <laughs> it is so. Now. Said, where did we get this hundred dollar information? Uh, it was in our email. Okay, yeah. all right. I don't know. He just goes. I guess so. <laughs> it is now. I don't know, man. That's what it says. That right was here. a simple copy and paste. Yeah, yeah. All right. I just gotta make sure that's correct. Listen, we go to great lengths to make sure that some of this is accurate. Uh, it. Uh, By the way, other than uh, smoking, uh, weight loss, insomnia, stress, and more. What we were hearing all sorts of testimonials while you were doing your magic, Doctor Rosenberg, about uh, people who've gone uh, and gone to your services and used them, and now have quit all sorts of things. It's a beautiful thing. It's so. unbelievable. Uh, so it actually made us cry. Quititnow.com is where you want to go. Oh, and Casey, there was uh, something you wanted me to mention. Oh, where? Yes, right, right there. So we had. Um, 
at the uh, basketball at the uh, Papa Shot Challenge. Yes. Uh, Coach Spiker came out. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, from Drexel. And he wanted us to mention this, the fact that there is a Drexel men's basketball coat drive uh, that is taking place tomorrow night. So they are they're looking for uh, coat donations. Obviously, something that's in good condition, I would imagine. Yes. Um, and their game is tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Uh, uh, seven o'clock against Arcadia. And if you can bring by a coat, you can save fifty percent on admission to the basketball game. Even if you can't make it to the game, I recommend if you have a coat. Yeah. Oh, it's so uh, important. Please drop it off because I and we're going to start to feel like you know Sunday's high is thirty six degrees, mm-hmm. so we're getting hit by colder weather earlier this year. And certainly, there are people who could use. Uh, maybe a coat that uh, that you haven't put on in years or doesn't fit anymore or whatever it may be. You can put it to good use. Or if your kids have coats or things like that that they've outgrown, please uh, pass that along. So they're going to do that at Drexel uh, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock is the game. So Coach Spiker uh, spearheading that. And yes. wanted to make sure that we mention that for Noble us. cause. Yeah. Happy to do that. And he also wanted me to extend his uh, congratulations on the numbers for uh, the Camp Out for Hunger last week, which he has been a part of the Camp Out for Hunger for a number of years now. Yes. And he has actually turned into a big fan of the show. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, he listens Excellent. every morning on his way into practice. Didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2.8 million p- uh, pounds, by the way, of food raised. And thanks to the coach and the other coaches of the City Six uh, that came out to be a part of that whole thing. Uh, also raised was uh, $1,778,254 wow. uh, as well. And, you know, we uh, we have all that information. Uh, if you want to see the, the totals, PrestonandSteve.com, you can uh, find all of that right there. And uh, thank you for everyone's participation in that. Got really nice notes from uh, Coach Jay Wright and Coach Neptune from Villanova yesterday. They were both really psyched at the numbers. So, um, and Jay Wright tweeted out um, a really nice thing about how much work goes into camp out, and the, the totals were impressive. So thanks again to the Villanova community for stepping up. Yep, all those institutions. Speaking of... Oh, my God. Time to head to the Just Saying Institute mm-hmm. of America. The Just Saying Institute, home of the world's first cryogenic radio studio research facility. Because <laughs> it's very cold in here. Uh, we, uh, thank you. Is it, yeah. though? Yes. I'm not Freezing. cold. Is it? You're never cold in here. I know. You run hot. I do run hot. Yeah. Man, you were on fire, baby. But, I mean, I, I yeah, Kathy, I, I, I noticed it it's cold. about an hour freezing. ago. It's cold. No one, though, is colder than our intern, Emily. No one is colder than her at any given time. You should have seen her at the Camp Out for Hunger. She looked like she was dressed for Siberia. <laughs> yes, she was. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it was chilly, yeah. but it wasn't that cold. It wasn't that bad. In fact, it was probably one of our warmest. It was our warmest camp out of all time. It was. Yeah. It definitely was. So but she looked like she crawled out of Siberia. Yep. All right. So I saw a few things uh, study-wise that were worth passing along. So uh, apparently pretty people have more advantages than any of us ever have realized. Of course! That anyone has realized. We've all known this. Researchers from Lund University found that female engineering students rated as most attractive by participants had a significant decline in their average college grades after COVID hit and they could no longer attend their courses in person. (laughs) 
Ah, uh, they leveled the playing field they, is what they, you're saying. Yes. Okay. This is like with intern Ben. We had that whole exchange. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was talking he was so about mad. working uh-huh. so hard. Yeah. And who was in the studio was one of the... Uh, the one of the uh, dancers. Uh, from dancers. Lubberskay. Right. Yeah. And she got... was She was rocking A's. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so... This is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, he was... He this was, was goddamn ridiculous. He was incensed by the whole thing. <laughs> she wears a belly shirt and gets an A. Uh, this only applied to qualitative courses where teachers and students were more likely to interact, like business and uh, economics, and was not found in quantitative courses like math and physics. Uh-huh. Right. Where um, you have to show the work. Where the answers are more subjective than objective. Yes. Right, um, Nick? Yes. <laughs> <He's> okay. <laughs> they are that in... Yes. Uh, Come like to notice. <laughs> Lead researcher. I mean, sometimes you start a sentence and you just have to bail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you don't know when to bail. And right. You end up, that's all of those that's when things you end happen. up my, my trouble today is not launching into those sentences. <laughs> but yeah. I try. You can suck on your thumb. Now. I can. Yeah. No, but I'm just, it's not the same. I know. Uh, lead <laughs> researcher Adrian Miek said the finding is not surprising because attractive people are known to have higher salaries and have other benefits in the workforce. The, the world rewards the more attractive. It's part of the standard. It doesn't mean you cannot excel if you are a creature as are we, but, or not except for Kathy, obviously, and Marissa. I don't want to bring us all down right. in case you're the pretty dudes. cute. Nick, you're uh, kind of <laughs> um, I think it's just you and me, Steve. <laughs> you guys think, and you're better looking than I am, so let's just say no, me. Um, yeah. <laughs> you poor but, man. you know, it's like, but I, I, I'm very comfortable with that. God, okay. Can I, let me share yeah. something real quick. I know you you got a point to make, Nick. But yesterday, out of nowhere, uh, Angela Perfetto, multiple cover yeah. girl on our Totally Office calendars, sent a picture of her and I and Lauren Harris. Okay, yeah. and it was she just sent it to me out of nowhere. I haven't talked to Angela, and it's been probably months. It was right. great to hear from her. And it's a picture of us at uh, at one of our calendar release parties. And by the way, I have this. Stupid grin on my face, <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, uh-huh. Jesus! I'm Christ. just like, look at you, you beast! Look at you! Right? Disgusting in any beast. in any I'm normal disgusting. version, no, you disgusting, it. filthy beast! Oh. I have to show it. you guys the picture. I bet. I bet. You disgusting, disgusting beast. And it's unfortunate, President, because naturally your eyes go to yourself first, right? And oh, then yeah. you look at the very attractive women uh, on either side of you, and you're like, man, they're pretty. And then you go back to you, and you're like, what the hell happened? There's what? half, anytime I'm in a picture, I'm always amazed that there are not angry villagers with torches <laughs> behind me, what chasing were, me. What were you going to say? You can imagine what I look like, or what? Um, oh. No, no, no. I, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. I think you're going to be a lot harder on yourself okay. than... Okay, and I swear to God, I'm not going to do this for comedic purposes. I'm I'm going to look. For pubic reasons. (laughs) For pubic reasons, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Okay, maybe he nailed it. Let me see. Wait, let me see. Okay, hang on, hang on. Are you going to post it? You look good. Here's now, the deal. Kathy, you know what it is? What? It's my it's my Khmer face. Oh, okay. Let me see. <laughs> I want to see the picture. Um, I, okay. They're wearing the skimpiest of dresses. All right, let us see I'm it. trying to look cool. Why You're is President wearing a skimpy dress? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's just me trying to. I think oh. you look good. I'm like going, hey, look at me. Hey, baby. Hey. Yeah, hey. Of course I'm with Steve these. Left. 
Right. Of course I'm with these two <laughs> unbelievably I, I, hot ladies. I would look just as ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I have looked just as ridiculous. Oh, Lauren, dear God. I know. Um, She's yeah, you busting sh- out of that thing. You shouldn't have made that face. If you would would have just smiled regularly, it would have been a nice picture. But then that's... you don't look hey. bad. <laughs> you don't look bad Who's that here? moron you're with? Yeah. You All look right. good, minus your face. Oh, my God. I want to hit you. Uh, I want to no, throw something I, at you. Listen, I meant the face you're making in the picture. If you press the <laughs> My car door doesn't God. make the right sound when I close it. Can I put your head in it? Oh, <laughs> Come here for a minute. If you were making this face and, and you were flanked by me and Casey, you'd look great. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's unfortunate that you're flanked by, by Lauren and Angela. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate for you. I would burn this photo. Um, <laughs> Except it's on your phone. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys a loaded and Go uh, very general question. And the present company excluded, especially Kathy and Marissa. But uh, who are the two male and female most attractive people that work here at MMR? Or within like sales that's, or promotions or whatever? That's We uh, probably shouldn't. We shouldn't say that? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, that can right, be. Who, who are the, who are the people you'd most want to uh, uh, finger bang? Oh my, oh, God. my God. oh, oh, I know. No, no, no. The most attractive oh, is, male that works here is. You, can you say that on the air? Or is no, that, no, you can't. Uh, Human resources doesn't listen. It's Andrew right. Salchunas down the hall is the most That's attractive the guy male really? that works for this uh, Philadelphia company. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I think Bill's a good looking dude. Bill is a very good looking dude. He's put together well. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a, slightly metrosexual, yet he drives a motorcycle. He's conflicted. Yes. He but wants to be a bad boy. In a handsome way. The sons of anarchy, but he's also the father of Annabelle. Um, I don't know anybody who works here, so... Oh, that's I true. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't ask you that I don't remember question. anybody's names. Or... Who was the engineer we were talking about yesterday? You're like, oh, oh, yeah. I worked here for 14 years Dan? or whatever. Yeah. He, was very... Bill, he was joking. He, was joking. Oh, he, yeah. was? he okay, hadn't yeah. been here for 14 years. Okay. I was like, I hope not, because no one knew him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's like the, the glowing, outstanding... Yeah. I think everyone is in here. Lauren Henwood to me is just a knockout. Man. I think she's adorable. Yeah, yeah, and it's the smile that has a lot to do. with Yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna not mention any female names. No male names. I'm okay with. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. who, who who would you uh, who would you uh, make out with? Um, guys, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll whisper it. Gabby Ramon. Oh. <laughs> everyone wants to. God, you're disgusting. Sorry. Why don't you take a picture? It lasts longer. You guys have no idea how nice I am to Kathy. I think she's into and it. And it is not reciprocated <laughs> at all. Hey, By listen, the way, this yeah. picture would be great if you had no head. <laughs> Jackie Bam Bam, I swear to God, he he <laughs> thinks that you guys are going to kiss one day. No, he doesn't. Yes, he, he said it this no, morning. No, he doesn't. He, and he I talk- says that to get a reaction out of you. <sighs> Does he still get you lingerie for a... Um, he gets you no know, a gift card. Actually, I have to use mine. I need a new bra. What? <laughs> God. I'm okay. oh, sorry. Was I thinking out loud? Mm. Uh, Welcome to the club. <laughs> Good looking people. Apparently, yeah, they of do. Of course. Yep. I'm something, tired of it. Something you already know. I'm pretty tired of it too. But I'm, I'm actually also comfortable with but it. But we also. I, and and listen, I, I'm guilty. I'll do the same thing. You know, just, we can't help it. Help out. Attractive people. I don't right. know. This guy is so ugly. Let's give him a free call. No, there was something that happened the other night, Preston. And uh, talk about hell out, help out people. Down to my last twenty dollars, and this couple. No way. Oh, Jesus, stop it! <laughs> All right, uh, here's another study. Uh, ch- young children can learn new things faster than you can. 
We yeah. know. Brown University researchers found children of elementary school age can learn more items within a given period of time than adults. That's really? why it's easier for them to learn a second language when they're younger. Yes. Yeah, because they don't have as much crap crammed in their brains as we it's do. It's all stupid stuff. Yeah. What's uh, my favorite ice cream and what cartoons do I like? <laughs> making learning more efficient in children. Uh, they say this is due to differences in a brain messenger known as uh, GABA. G-A-B-A. Is that? Okay. Yo, Yo Gabba. 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 I mean, is Yo Gabba Gabba just nonsense, or does that have something to I do with what you're like Radio Gaga? It, it may have something behind it, uh, Case, which uh, this stabilizes newly learned material. Gabba does. Uh, specifically, children were found to have a rapid boost of Gabba during visual training that lasts until after training ends. I think this is just an attempt to get people to say Gabba. <laughs> Gabba Gabba. I think I've got a great idea. We'll pretend that we have the results of a study and the thing we'll refer to as GABA. <laughs> with it. In adults? This replaces last week's uh, study that involved butt munching. <laughs> <laughs> there were no takers on that, but I think GABA uh, we can get in there. You remember when you were a kid, like, butt munch yeah. would, have been a, uh-huh. would, would have been a suitable uh, <laughs> insult? insult. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, butt munch. Like, shut up, butt munch. <laughs> You're disturbing my research on GABA. Uh, in adults, Gabba Gabba Cool, man. That's what he says, right? Well, Zappa Zappa Cool. Oh, Zappa yeah. Zappa Cool. That's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, in adults, Gabba concentrations <laughs> stayed constant. And uh, this all suggests... Zappa Zappa Cool, man. ...that uh, children's brains respond to training in a way that allows them to more quickly and efficiently stabilize new learning. Well, that's why kids pick up a, a second language quicker. They don't have, uh, they have no knowledge. Yeah. And it yeah. makes it easy for them. Yeah, they have more open They're space. They're clean slate. In there, I guess. So, um, But was- you know that whole, that whole theory that used to exist quite a lot, it was used in the movie, um, I think, um, with her, um, Scarlett uh, Johansson becomes... Lucy. Lucy. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that you're only using 10% of your brain. Right. That's not accurate. You're no. actually using a lot more of yeah. your brain. Yeah, I remember that uh, right. being debunked quite a right. while back, that, that we use way more than 10% was considered, yeah. Yeah, uh, to be the ultimate, or the ultimate amount. Uh, there was something that, that kind of ties in a little bit of this. Uh, it, it was wondering, uh, it was an article I saw on it, and it asked uh, people to comment on why you think you stop as you age, having less fun than you did when you were a kid. You know, how easy it was to have fun as a child. Well, you, And as you get older, having fun is fewer and far between. The moments are fewer. What did they positive? Between. There were several different suggestions. One of them was, um, you know, it, it was essentially talking about, like, playing. Okay, mm-hmm. why we don't play as adults. Um, because and, we'll be committed. Uh, I think it's, it's well, really, yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. But, but well, one person, there, there was one comment that resonated with me a little bit, and it said... Uh, because um, we we as adults over time uh, may, f- in, unless a task is either uh, somewhat challenging uh, that we kind of disregard it. If it's too easy or if it's too hard, it's nothing that we really want to focus our time on. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. Which oh. is why the the the, the hobbies that I, uh, uh, which would be drumming and, and, and playing golf, I find to be, Challenging, but not so hard that they're impossible. Well, who right? wants to have you know something I mean? that's nerve wracking that you're yeah. trying? But they're also not easy. So but, easy where it's like you know you throw it away. But when kids are playing, is right. that them tackling something that's very? Well, I guess not. Maybe the, there's the, maybe they're different. Arguments. The reckless abandon of youth, I think, also 
plays into that. Like yeah. you, you can, you can, you're not worried. You, there are not things that I would say that I still have great moments of joy with uh, if I'm doing something or indulging in my hobbies. Um, but there, there's a an ineluctable fact that you have as a kid to play. Yes, to it's, just go. Uh, I remember getting home from school, running out the door, and then that would be, you know. Just hours of playing. Yeah, just going outside and find something to get into. We, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was great. Well, your brain chemistry is different, too. And so, like, I've seen some studies recently talking about There's kids. There's a lot more Nutella. Well, when you're when you're two or three years old, do uh, you want me to continue with this point? Yes. Okay, yes, right. I'm sorry. I am interested, but that was funny. Uh, it was, yeah. Um, so, uh, when you're two or three years old, the way that your brain works sometimes is similar to the way that your brain will function if you're on uh, psychotropics, psilocybin. You'll see things as an adult that um, you have your brain has forgotten to see and that you see as a child. So you're saying this, when is, this is more flooding your, your system as a child? When a kid is, is playing make-believe or has an imaginary right. friend or is running outside and, and sees something that nobody else sees, or if a baby is looking at you in a really quizzical way and, and, yes. and is just uh, that the brain chemistry that's happening there sometimes is similar to the way that an adult will function if they're doing psychotropic drugs. Interesting. Wow. Uh, okay. I, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, why not? Seahorses. Seahorses. Yeah. My Forever. nephew My yeah. nephew has an imaginary Seahorses. friend that we Forever. that we just learned about and uh it's a set it was I think this imaginary friend was created on his part so that he could voice the like bad things that he, No, the bad things that he's thinking. Oh. I, I forget his name. His name is like Melvin or Martin. Ooh, or I don't like that. Something mm-hmm. like that. And he and so he'll be like, Yeah, he was he said Killer mommy. Killer. No. Oh my god. He said he goes, Yeah, he the other day he was he said F off. Like he yes, yeah. he like thinks he's like bad things. I was like, Oh my god. And he's, how old? He's and he's like the nicest kid ever. So I think it's like he knows it can't come from him. Who's uh, so the comedian? We him. just had her in. Um I'm having a brain fart, but she... Uh, oh, who had Maria the, yeah. Bamford. Maria Bamford had, and there's an actual clinical name for it. Yeah, it's intrusive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts mm-hmm. about you want to murder people. And you, and so yeah. she's spent her entire life dealing with that, realizing it for what it is. It is not a declaration of complete intent. It's just simply a distraction. No. But it, but in in uh, the wrong mind, yes. someone, someone can hear that. <laughs> Yeah, as a message. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or or a demon or a spiritual, you know what I mean? It's a humdinger of an idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Manson hears it entirely differently. No, there was a uh no, there was a kid's book that I had when I was a kid. It was like Alexander the Zebra or something oh, like yeah. that, that. That was similar I to I thought that. it was the great. No, that well no, that was well, that, yeah. that was historical. Oh, okay. This was a children's book, but <laughs> different. Um <laughs> Angela Profetto's on the line. Oh. She sent me over the picture of her and uh, Lauren Harris yesterday. I was talking about. See so, what she thinks. Uh, yeah. Let's get her. Uh, do we have some music for? Her? Oh, of course Looks we like do. Casey, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Angela. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi guys. I miss you. We, we miss, miss you. you terribly. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks. Excellent. Yeah. So what what motivated you to send that picture of you and me and Lauren Harris together over? Well, it came up on my memories. Aww. They just all look so different. Yes, I totally. Just, Do you mean yeah. that Preston looked different because he looked so wor- so much worse, or that you just look different? <laughs> no, Preston actually looks better now. Oh, yeah. see, yeah. I had a feeling this would be morale boosting. That's Don't you think he's aged into that sort of um, sort of distinguished man? Oh, no. That is the end. That is a champ in both the boardroom and the bedroom. 
that bedroom. Oh, that's aggressive. <laughs> that's aggressive. <laughs> I'm not prepared to go there. <laughs> I don't think I want to go there. But I feel like, you know, like how he turned into a silver fox. Bless you, Angela. There you go. Well, you, Angela defies age. She just, she has about a million different looks. She has her own FBI witness relocation program going on. <laughs> However, she is every always, one of those looks is awesome. Always had an evolving look. Yes. Yep. I yeah. do feel like I look better than that picture as well. <laughs> you do. You do. Are you at work now? I am. Yeah, I just had a little free time, and Nick said that you guys were talking about me, and that uh-huh. makes sense. Ah. So I was like, "What?" Yeah, I didn't know if you what were listening to us or not. About? Yeah, we, we we got on a there was there was a study that was done about attractive people, and then we were talking about this and that, and then I had mentioned you know that tied right into you sending over the uh, the picture, so I just brought that up, and I, had I didn't the, I, send it to Lauren yet. I'm sure she'd be like, "Do not send me that again." She'll <laughs> be so depressed. <laughs> oh, really? She does. She looks. That's a different Lauren now. It is. Yes. has two kids now and married. And- She's got the idyllic, perfect uh, existence out there. And and you are a new homeowner. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so excited. Good for you. Are you going to have us over for hummus and uh, Meisterbrow? <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever you want. Just let me know. I'll pick up. <laughs> She'll pick up the Meisterbrow. I don't know. I don't know what kind of a parties adults have. You want to come help decorate my Christmas tree? Oh, that now, Kathy. She's I got would. she's got a really great yes. well, area. She's got this uh, staircase that uh, she's got some stuff you could work with. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I I would I would absolutely do that. It's Kathy's type of party. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. I'm a semester bro. You can follow along on all of Angela Perfetto's <laughs> exapades on uh, uh, Instagram. Right. Uh, Angela Perfetto 9. Okay. If you'd like to follow along. Yes. Where, where do you work these days, uh, Angela? You still with uh, Gravity? I'm still in, yeah, I'm still in Plymouth Meeting. And, Excellent. Um, I, I mean, I've been with them, God, for like almost 12 years, I think. And she wow. met them at one of the Kathy's Cuts. No way. Look at that. Yeah. We're changing lives. Yeah. I know, and then when I met everyone, I was like, oh, I quit my other job. I'm going to work for Gravity, so it was meant to be, and then we all became friends. Um, Preston, I still have that drumstick from Steel Panther. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, my God, that's so funny. (laughs) The one that, what's his name, Six? Six? Sticks it in you. Sticks it in you. I still have to give it to you, okay? All right, all right, fair enough. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, it is wonderful to talk to you, Angela. Oh, you too. I'll stop by and say hi to you. You guys. should. You yes. definitely should. All right. Angela Perfetto. Totally off this calendar for years in in, uh, in front of the camera and behind uh, the scenes. Couldn't uh, done a, a lot of yeah. that stuff. She was the stylist and hair and all that stuff. Yeah, and by the way, if you go in and visit them, uh, visit her at Gravity Hair Salon. So I go to the girl that sits next to her. Mm-hmm. It's like a comedy routine. It's uh-huh. like a duo. They are... Like, I walk in there and I'm like, ooh, like, what's going to happen today? Like, it's not like you're going to get your hair done. It's like... It's like the real housewife. No, it's just fun to be there. Like, they make it such a light, fun atmosphere. You're sitting there... I should go there. I should. I don't yeah. think I've ever had her uh, cut my hair before. You should. You should. And you're you should a silver go. fox now. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Yeah, take you, care of you. You should go in there. She's at. Uh, there's two locations, and she's at the uh, Plymouth Meeting location. But it honestly, it's like a comedy act going in there. All right, I have something because we are at the Justine Institute, and That's right. uh, Nick had mentioned, uh, you know, kids having this sensation like they're on psilocybin or right. uh, hallucinogenics or something like that. Well. <laughs> Concerns are being raised about the side effects of a psychedelic drink enjoyed by many people, including uh, those like Aaron Rodgers and Miley Cyrus. Oh, yes. Uh, 
Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca or Ayahuasca. Or uh, AOL. Ayahuasca. I'd, I'd uh, pulled up my pronunciation for it, and it said Ayahuasca. Oh, so okay. if you want to say Ayahuasca, I ain't going to stop you. Uh, that almost rhymed. Yeah. It, yeah. You want to say yeah. Ayahuasca? I ain't going to stop you. <laughs> that should be the uh, Has anyone here ever done it? No. no. I'd like to, though. I Research. do know one person who did it and had um, that sort of walkabout thing going on, that sort of... Carlos Castaneda moment. Uh, so researchers surveyed more than, than 10,000 people from more than 50 countries about their experiences of uh, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca ain't going to stop you. <laughs> uh, they found 70% experienced at least one adverse physical effect and more than half say they had uh, negative mental health issues with uh, while they were on it. Uh, the most commonly reported physical side effects were vomiting or nausea. Sounds great. Yeah. Headache and abdominal pain. Uh, and a small number suffered seizures. Okay. I mean, the the, the vomiting is uh, very, very common. That, that happens with mushrooms as well. <laughs> well, that's the big show. That's, that's how you know it's working. Yeah. yeah. It's like Tegrin. It's tingling. Uh, uh, however, these negative effects were uh, rarely severe, and uh, nearly 90% of the users considered them uh, completely or somewhat part of a positive growth experience. Well, Aaron Carter was suggesting, not Aaron Carter, uh, Rogers. It? Rogers, yeah. Rogers. Kind of funny. I'm sure he's done it as well, though. He did it. Uh, that the, um, the effect was um, performance enhancing on the field, that it helped center him. Yes, uh, that, I think he did claim that. Uh, yes. Some have blamed that for some issues that he's had in the yes. past as well. But uh, for at least a century, uh, it's been used for spiritual purposes by the indigenous peoples of the Amazon basin, typically in religious rituals. But the drink is now gaining popularity in the Western world. Do you? So uh, we saw a bowl of it. Do we? Do you drink like? I, I don't know the actual procedure. Do you drink like an eight ounce glass of it? Yeah, you, I don't know how much of it you drink, but uh, they will dose it out to you. I mean, right. that's why you usually do it with a shaman of some sort. Right. And, or uh, your accountant. Well, no, and then and you, you usually have a guide through it all. Really? So yeah, somebody yeah, who monitors you? Somebody monitors you and, and guides you through your journey. Uh, yeah. It's going to feel like you have three testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the most common side effect, vomiting. 62% of participants oh, say wow. that, uh, that it happened. That count me out. Followed by hearing or seeing things, 28%, and feeling disconnected or alone, 21%. Other side effects reported included nightmares, uh, 19% of people, with visual distortions in 15%, and difficulty determining reality yeah, they're in they're tripping their balls off. That's what that is. 13%. That's what that yeah. is? Yeah. Super I, concentrated, Casey? Uh, I, I guess so. I don't really know uh, much about it, but I just you know, I just only have my experiences with uh, uh, psilocybin and, and LSD. You know how long the uh, the high lasts from ayahuasca? Um, hours. Okay. But I don't know how many hours. Who's the, uh, the country comedian? Ron White did mm. it for back-to-back days. He did it. Mm. His first time was not good. He did it a second day and found it to be very um, enlightening. That's, I guess, what you're going for. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, the first day was uh, described as a kind of really nightmarish. So here's the question, though: is it is it enlightening? Is it only enlightening while you're high, or does this give you, Do you carry with to you carry on later yeah. on? Yeah, thank you, Bill. Yeah, I think it's I, supposed to be like yeah. a spiritual. Experience. It's supposed. To, yeah, it's it's like uh, you know, like when you a go. On these, like, party. You, no, you go on these like retreats and stuff like that. Like right. uh, 
You ever hear of Kairos? Kairos is like a, a thing that these uh, high school students go to. <laughs> There's, there are no hallucinogenics, but it is a retreat, and you're supposed to come back feeling more spiritually fulfilled. Right. And, and that's what these are. Like, yes, six to eight hours of this retreat are spent uh, in a heightened state. And, and then, do you carry the benefit of that, to, to Preston's that is, question? That is the hope. So, so the hope it is, carries with you. Yeah, the hope is that you are you you are you know perhaps uh, carrying this stuff. Um, it's like Botox inside of you that you're able to unpack uh, in a uh, spiritual way. Right. You that, see something that in, that gives you answers. Yeah. We, to whatever sort okay. of traumas you may have. Okay. And everybody has different... Listen, somebody, some people have some serious, serious traumas. Yes. And then other people have... You know, they got caught sucking their thumb in the schoolyard. And, yes. and, that, <laughs> and that stuck with them for a long time. You know what I mean? But uh, No, I hear you. Yeah, and, and so a lot of people have different weights to unpack. But, you know, they need to unpack them nonetheless. I, I was just curious about the the method. And, and is this... Okay, so you take this and then boom. Things are answered for you. Or uh, is a therapist of sorts talking these things out with you while you are having this experience? That's you know what, what I mean? your guide is essentially for. I don't know, necessarily okay, know so what the guide is. Could you get the yeah. same results by eating unrefrigerated Chinese food? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, did you ever see the movie uh, Flirting with Disaster, Lily Tomlin? Yes, it's great. There's a really, you know, funny scene where this dude gets dosed with LSD accidentally. (laughs) So he didn't know he was going to be tripping. And then Lily Tomlin is, you know, acts as, you know, she's, well, I'm going to guide you through this sort of thing. Uh, I think you would need, it's a bit, on on what people report, the level of um, experiences, like, I think you would need someone at least on site to monitor Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. There, There yeah. is somebody there. Right. Like Casey said, it's it's a guide and because they they do these retreats. We could do a mm-hmm. Preston and Steve retreat if you want instead of, like, a mystery trip next time. Yeah. We can all Why, do you want to try this? Why don't we do ayahuasca live on air <laughs> in a sweat lodge? Oh, Bill would love that. Dude, if we've done drunk days, ayahuasca days should be next. <laughs> or shrooms. <laughs> Kathy. Uh, but, I, uh, Casey, real quick, I just uh, people are texting in and I want to recommend because I, I brought it up a few times. Uh, How to Change Your Mind. It's a great book by Michael Pollan. It's a, a terrific series on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, check it out because they talk about shamans, they talk about guides, and they, they talk about um, the benefits. And Steve, uh, it's really important to note, it does not work for everybody. Yeah. You know? and, and for some people, it's it's spiritually uh, enlightening and, and will open up worlds to you that you never knew existed. For other people, it can send you down a dark path. So you have to be very careful. Mm, they I'm not, sage I'm, advice. I'm not yeah. recommending it for everybody. No. I just think that I'd like to try it because I, I have an open mind when it comes to those types of things, but it's not for everyone. Do you yeah. know what I use? I use uh, Southern uh, Sweet Tea. Because <laughs> right. it's consistent mm-hmm. and it makes me feel good. But people are, are are searching for inner peace. You know, there are almost eight billion people on this planet, but we're all alone, and we all have to like, not to get too dark on you, but like, you know, we all have. But to... It's a long road. It is. it is. You know what, Steve? You're right. It's a long road <laughs> when you're. Right. The guy Alaska. Uh, I'm a ballerina. Uh, <laughs> I'm dancing Swan Lake. Uh, the point you were trying to make? <laughs> Not anymore. Jeez. So some people have heard about this, and they're and they are intrigued, and they want to try it. And I'm amazed, case that the, yeah. the, the trendiness of this has not worn off. That this is still still a thing. Well, a thing. because, because they've made, because, well because it's also born from. Uh, you know, it's not. It's not like it's something new, right? It, it, all of this stuff, that, like, all of these, right? The the sweat lodges and yeah. Preston. You know, and we we were both kind of Billy Jack types. When we, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's all more acceptable Peyote, these days. Man. Peyote, yeah. 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 Press, what was the name of the show we mentioned um, where they, they went away? Brothers okay. and Sisters. No. <laughs> uh, it was... It was show where they went away. Perfect Strangers. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. I figured this is... It was similar to that type of thing, but I just didn't know... You know, you mentioned spirituality and all that stuff, but I mean, is that is that religion? No. No. Okay. I think I Do think these spir- things intersect. I think spirituality can, and can. religion are can be can be two different things. Uh, if what you, you want to make it, if you are religious, then spirituality and re- and uh, religiousness like it's like a Dagwood sandwich. It's what you make it, huh. right? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. the ingredients it you is. include. It is. It's, that's because you're supposed to be like. You know, so if, if religion is part of you, then then yes, it's going to be become part of it. Okay, but what if it? What if there's no religion at all? Then it doesn't have to. Then, okay. then it's it's you. It's what if you're losing of, your religion? It's what's inside of you, inside of your head, your thoughts. Okay, but your my thoughts, head hurts yeah. now. Uh, yeah. I, know, I know. She wants my ask. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> we have it at the vending machine. <laughs> is and a by, migraine a part of the therapy? <laughs> and case, by the way, if your question was, would I ever do it? No way. No, you're not. <laughs> but are you a little bit intrigued at all? Yeah. Totally. Totally, yeah. but I no, I wouldn't. The cut, that's too much of like con- so losing the fear contro- of what's in that stuff, or not not what's in it, but like losing control. But that's yeah. my that's been Kathy. To, that's been my yeah. thing forever. That's it. why I've ne- I drinking or anything like that. The concept of not being in control. It's something I've tried to get a little bit better at with just saying, "Yeah, it is what it is," and not and it's that's led me to to have some you know some issues in my life of just like why trying to control everything to just relax and, and let it go a little bit. The, um, that's why I start every morning with shrooms. You know? <laughs> no, I'm I'm more intrigued. Uh, listen, I'm you know sober and happily sober for a long time now. But uh, you know, I, when I did experiment with this stuff, I, you know, looking back at it, I was I feel like I did it the wrong way. I was doing it rectally. No, I, but I would I wanted to see trails and you know like oh, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. But like, and now that I'm a little bit older and I have a you know a little bit more you know time under my belt, I'm like. Your perspective has changed. My perspective has right. changed. You wanted a like, party oh, before. Yeah, and it's not necessarily, I wish I could have used it. There's a pure notion to wanting to, to, to see past your, yeah. what am I? Where am I in this universe? But I, I will tell it. you, I will tell you, I, I won't ever do it again because the last couple of times I had a bad it's horrible, uh, experience. Right? And I'm telling you, the utter terror that I felt. Right. And so you had talked about like lonesomeness. So there was a, a one of those things like um Yeah. Yeah, I I mean just feeling the, feeling alone. Like, uh, like this, desperately, yeah, disconnected or alone. Desperately oh. alone and and an utter despair. Well, I don't like that. No. No, it's terrifying. Yes. It's absolutely Why terrifying. Why would you seek that out? And then you're like, "Oh my god, this is how I'm going to feel for like the next 6 hours of my life." You know, and that's that's really really scary. No, nope, that's a deep dark hole to mm-hmm. find yourself in. So, I'm going to go into a shallow light hole. Okay, and yeah. uh, enjoy it, <laughs> and uh, try to go in with a slightly different attitude. All right, I like that. I think about maybe becoming a gynecologist. Yeah, seahorses oh. <laughs> forever. Shallow light hole. Yeah. That's where I was going. It light. depends yeah. on if you have one of those pen lights. You're reading between the lines. <laughs> like what you're picking up. Yeah. Open your mouth. I can't see down here. All right, hang on. Um, I think we better close up shop at the Justin yeah. Institute, so we're going to do that right about now. And uh, if you need help for any of these things we talked about, uh, call Dr. Rosenpenis because <laughs> he can fix it Actually, for you. I'm sure he could. Yeah. At quititnow.com. Yeah, he's probably sat over here during this entire conversation going, I can fix all that stuff <laughs> without you drinking this mysterious uh, stuff. You got any shrooms? You got any shrooms <laughs> on you, Dr. Rosenpenis? <laughs> okay. All right.
He said yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. We need to take a break and come back in a moment. I have one last one of these to give away. It is a $50 gift card to Barnaby's Westchester. That's where Casey will be tonight with the MM Army. It's the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff, 7 to 9 p.m. Stop by. He's got... Chance for you to win tickets to see the Eagles play December 4th against Titans. Also, a uh, Javon Hargrave autograve, hmm. uh, autographed Eagles jersey, courtesy of Bud Light. Uh, so let's take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will set you up. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Wait, what's that? Where was that place, Preston and Steve, said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. And that is until the internet breaks in and we've got bigger problems. All right, let's do B files. No. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Brought this morning by Horizon Services, the area's top home services team does it all. Fixing or installing all your plumbing needs the same day or it is free. You can get up to $200 off on plumbing repairs. Book fast at horizonezbook.com. A Chinese grandfather redefined smoking the competition after running an entire marathon in just three and a half hours while puffing away on cigarettes. And, of course, I'm bringing this up on the Great American Smokeout today. Images of the chain-smoking athlete are lighting up Weibo, the Chinese social media platform, as fans praise his respiratory fortitude. The 50-year-old runner, known as Uncle Chen, accomplished the breathtaking feat at the Jin Ajiang Marathon, running the entire 26.2 miles while either smoking or lighting up a cigarette. Isn't isn't China one of the biggest um, markets for cigarette companies? I'm not sure. Uh, Smoking might seem like it would be at odds with long-distance running. However, the tobacco-loving grandpa reportedly managed to complete the event in an impressive three hours and 28 minutes and 45 seconds, which is considered a good marathon time in the marathon handbook. As a result, uh, Uncle Chen uh, placed 574th out of 1,500 runners. Uh, needless to say, social media fans were impressed that he managed to finish the race while smoking and without running out of cigarettes. <laughs> However, others accused him of harming other competitors with secondhand smoke. And it's not his uh, first rodeo. In 2018, he finished the Guangzhou Marathon in three hours and 36 minutes. He also completed the 2019 Zaymane Marathon in three hours and 32 minutes, uh, providing that not only is smoking not hindering his performance... It may actually be improving it. That's uh, That runs contrary to mm-hmm. just about everything we just said. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's actually a performance enhancer yep. for this guy. Yeah. Uh, and it, this is a pretty interesting story. An employee at a white wastewater treatment plant has been charged for allegedly urinating into a water sample test bottle that was sent for borough monitoring. According to a frat of police... The Afrata Borough Wastewater Management contacted police for concerns about water test results that showed potential contamination and deception. Officials said that the results were way over range and required additional testing, and it was determined that there was tampering with the test bottle inside the automatic sample test machine. So he's peeing in the test bottle. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know why. Samples were sent to the Pennsylvania State Police Laboratory, which showed the presence of urine. Uh, police interviewed uh, Donald Gibble Jr. Gibble? Yeah, an employee of the wastewater treatment plant um, who allegedly told police that his, he urinated in the bottle and knew that it would misconstrue the test results. Gibble, Donald Gibble, by the way. The name's Gibble. Yeah. With Donald Gibble. Wouldn't it be great if his middle name was Gobble Gobble? Gobble Gibble? <laughs> Donald Gobble Gobble Gibble. His boy. He wished turkey only cost a nickel. He was charged with criminal mischief, by the way, uh, and no longer works for the borough. Why, why didn't they keep him? Yeah, for whatever oh, reason, yeah. he pissed in the samples. Stop pissing in the samples. Now get back to your desk. <laughs> this is a uh, terrible story and one with some... Um, that happened fairly close to our area uh, is horrible. A teenage drummer was found dead at a recycling facility after he climbed into a dumpster and then was compressed by a garbage truck. Oh, no. After a night off, his oh, name was no. uh, Kellen Bischoff uh, of uh, Manahawkin, New Jersey. He was found dead on Saturday, and it happened in Birdsboro, Pennsylvania, after attending an off-campus house party near Kutztown University. Uh, he played drums in a local band called Hellfire. He had been visiting family in Pennsylvania when he was reported missing in the early hours of Saturday morning. He was spotted on surveillance footage uh, climbing into a dumpster. Hours later, a garbage truck arrived at the location and emptied the dumpster into the back of the vehicle, Mm. and then it compressed him. It was horrible. Uh, Investigators believe the death was accidental. Uh, They haven't found any signs of foul play. An autopsy was performed, and toxicology reports are pending. And, uh, yeah, the uh, family has, you know, started, his band members have started to go fund me sure. uh, for funeral expenses. Uh, he graduated uh, from high school with honors in May and received a scholarship to attend Full Sail University to study music. That's just oh. terrible, terrible news. But a cautionary tale. Don't ever mess around with getting inside dumpsters. No. You can get in and knock it out or fall asleep in there. And then the next thing you know, something like that can happen. All right, here is a lighter story. A Three teenage girls apparently caused over $350,000 in damage at a Florida foam and insulation business on Thursday. According to a news release, uh, teenage girls who were 12 to 13 years old on Thursday caused over $350,000 worth of damage at the Imperial Foam and Insulation in Ormond Beach, Florida. The girls allegedly... Slashed bags of raw polystyrene material, moved forklifts and crashed them into other products, and smashed property and graffiti. Deputies <laughs> vandals. Uh, reported that uh, two of the girls allegedly spray-painted their names on the foam blocks. <laughs> An employee went into the warehouse and reportedly overheard the girls spray-painting before seeing them run from the building. Uh, the girls were caught down the street from the building. Uh, they, the girls each had allegedly trespassed on the property, and they've been charged with burglary of a business and criminal mischief as well. 12 and 13 years yeah, old. Yeah. All right, and then one last story. <clears throat> a man has pleaded guilty to uh, processing pipe bombs after photos of the devices were found on his phone after he left it at a strip club. <laughs> Dylan Raymond Orr was investigated after an employee at Rick's Cabaret in Minneapolis found his phone and went through it to try to identify the owner. While sifting through the phone, the worker found images of what appeared to be pipe bombs, which he reported to police. How are your pipe bombs coming? Really well, Candy. Uh, police obtained a search warrant for the phone. They found text messages showing blueprints and related uh, to the construction of pipe bombs. 
One of the pictures showed two pipe bombs next to a piece of mail that had Orr's address on it as well. <laughs> He's doing everything he can to help. In a search of Orr's home, police found two six-inch pipes, including <gasps> one with BBs attached, four end caps, and explosive powder, nitroglycerin, and nitrate were also found. Well, again, thank God this guy's a moron. All of these components could easily be converted into an explosive device. Orr did not have the proper registration to possess these devices. He pleaded guilty to one count of possession of an unregistered destructive device. Yep. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. We'll take a break. And we are, looks like Casey yeah, gave something we, to give away. Something to give away? Yeah, we just got those. Oh, okay. Uh, we have, ah, Snack Time is going to be performing at the TLA this Friday. They were amazing. Uh, and they'll be joined by local favorites Johnny Showcase and... Button shots. I, I don't know who the other band is. Uh, it's uh, Thurizus. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I tell you what, we'll take caller number 10 and we'll give you a pair of tickets 215 263 WMMR. Uh, it is a night of dancing and released inhibitions, and some tickets remain at the venue. Nice. Uh, you can go to tlaphilly.com for information, but we'll take that 10th caller and we will give you those tickets 215 263 WMMR. Again, it's snack time. At the TLA this Friday. They are awesome. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, today's lesson question. We're giving away a pair of tickets to see Home Alone with uh, the Philadelphia Orchestra doing the John Williams score at Verizon Hall. It's going to be on November 25th. And the question I have for you this morning is, this week's study focuses on GABA. What did last week's study focus on? 215-263-WMMR. If you heard that earlier this morning, we want to know. It wasn't that long ago. It was about an hour ago. Right. This week's study focuses on GABA. What did last week's study focus on? What phrase? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Planning on getting engaged? Well, go see Angelo and the team at Family and Company Jewelers. You can get her the perfect engagement ring. A ring from Family and Company. South Jersey's diamond destination. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, the United Nations announcing that the population of the Earth has reached 8 billion people. The UN says they can directly attribute achieving that milestone to Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Andy Dick will spend 90 days in jail and have to register as a sex offender after being convicted of groping an Uber driver in 2018. Andy says the whole incident has taught him a valuable lesson, and he will now use only Lyft. Oh, and finally, the longtime head judge of Dancing with the Stars, Len Goodman, has announced he will be leaving the show at the end of this season. 
the 78-year-old former ballroom dancing championship stunned the audience a second time by revealing he is not gay. So there you go. And that's your Hollywood show. All right, we'll go to the phone, see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, last week's study focused on GABA, or this week's does. What does last week's study focus on? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, we'll go to Tim. Hey, Tim, how you doing, man? Hey, guys, how are you? Awesome. All right, what did last week's study focus on? Butt munch. Butt munch. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Hang on, Tim. Got yourself a pair of tickets to see Home Alone featuring renowned composer John Williams' charming and delightful score performed live to picture by the Philadelphia Orchestra at Verizon Hall on November 25th and holiday fun for the entire family. Tickets for the, all three shows, November 25th through the 27th, are on sale at philorc.org. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. You just made a mess in my mouth. <laughs> All right, let's get right to some stories. Ozzy Osbourne has reacted to being nominated for four Grammys for his new album, Patient Number no. 9. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, he said in a statement, I'm honestly overwhelmed. Making this record was a great way uh, to me to get back to work as I continue to heal. He said it's pretty great to be acknowledged at this point in my career. It's a miracle. He also discussed uh, his mindset while recording the album, saying, I was thinking about the times we've been living in. There wasn't much good news. It was a effing war in Ukraine and the pandemic. The world seemed to be on the brink of a bad thing. So that's where he got his motivation to do it. <laughs> um, the guest people on that album certainly were enthusiastic and helped I think, make it what it is. I, to have this occur for him at this point in his career is pretty yeah, amazing. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of awards, Nickelback will be inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame as part of next year's Juno Awards. Uh, Through a press release, frontman Chad Kroger said, uh, We take so much pride in our Canadian roots and are extremely humbled by this honor. Since winning the first Juno in 2001 for Best New Group, Nickelback has amassed a total of 12 awards at the show. And Chad Kroger donated... To the Camp Out for Hunger. That is correct. $5,000 out of his pocket without really even knowing that he was being a part of a charity event. Yes. And Brent Porsche told him that we were broadcasting live. He's like, oh, well, can I make a personal donation? And he coughed up five grand. Can't argue with He's that. Okay. very cool. He is okay in our book. Previous yes. Hall of Fame inductees include uh, bands such as Bare Naked Ladies, Rush, and artists like Brian Adams. Uh, the show, which is Canada's equivalent of the Grammys, will take place in Edmonton, Alberta. On March 13th, uh, Nickelback has even more reason to celebrate this week because uh, tomorrow, the 18th, uh, the band will be releasing Get Rollin', their 10th studio album. Uh, it says Chibson USA. Is Chibson a guitar maker? Gibson? That's what I'm wondering if this is a typo because this is a guitar story. Gibson. And I read that earlier this morning and I was still tired and I didn't really stop. No, it is. All okay. right, so it is Gibson. Gibson? Yeah, All right, Gibson. so I get a riff on, on Gibson. Is that where they make potato gips? Uh, <laughs> Gibson USA founder Jason USA, well, there you go, has opened up about. Oh, no, it's a joke. How Fred uh, Durst feels about the Durst Burst, a guitar with Durst's face on it. So yeah. It's not, it's not real. It's just uh, imaginary funny guitars. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Jason revealed the moment that he presented the guitar. I guess he, he actually made a guitar for this guy. So okay. he, maybe he makes these as a joke. 
Uh, he presented it to Durst say, uh, saying that he was taken aback by the iconic instrument. He said, Fred asked me if this was some type of a deeply layered attempt at trolling. I did not have the heart to tell him that the whole thing had come to me in a dream and that I believed that the concept was something cosmic and bigger than both of us. He said, it was in that moment that I felt compelled to give the guitar to Fred as a gift. I remember him staring at the instrument for a moment, and then he confided with me about the image on the Durst Burst. Hold a second here, Preston. Look up at the screen. They have a Dyson guitar, so yeah. clearly it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, but, but I think he might make I've these. actually made it, yeah. Yeah, so anyhow, uh, he said that uh, he explained that the baseball cap persona, which so many people would love, would both love and hate, was simply Fred's take on an antagonistic Andy Kaufman bad guy wrestler persona mixed with some Tony Cliftonisms for good measure, a secret that not many would know, let alone understand, he said. So that's according to this guy and Chibson USA. <laughs> Did you see the um, Jason USA. 99 Woodstock uh, documentary? No. Okay, so in, in, there's the one point where basically... Limp Biscuit and Fred Durst, they're the flashpoint yeah. for everything going <laughs> awry, and right? And they could have made a decision to not, to not do, do that. It, yeah. In fact, they were asked, they were pled with to not do that. Right, and they did it anyway. They did it anyway, so they, they, they caused the downfall. Yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah, they were, at that time, they were considered the abrasive band. Yes. Know? I mean, they really got everybody fired up. There's all kinds of uh, parody guitars on this on this account, this Chibson USA <laughs> uh, that Nick has pulled up, like a Windows Explorer guitar, um, the Ash Hole. Yeah, there's one for Christian Rock that's called the Pastor Caster. <laughs> the Pastor Caster. Is there a uh, drum equivalent to that? Uh, what is the mo- most outlandish looking set of drums? I mean, what is the most? Uh, usually, to me, it's when you're dealing with drums, you're just dealing with an excess of drums, correct? Yeah, usually, but. There have been some that have been, uh, you know, look like a toilet or something like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, you know. Maybe Neil... you need your own your own comical drums. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know. I'll think about that. I've seen lots of strange contraptions, but who knows. Uh, finally, Neil Young is completely against performing at venues that are fed by factory farms. I don't like it. Uh, during an interview with Canada's BCB Radio, Young explained his reasoning, which can ultimately affect his ability to tour in the future. He said, when I look at the compromise that I would have to make to do that, the things I don't believe in that I'd have to endorse, it doesn't turn me on. He said, I can deal with the power for the venue. I can make it clean. I can make the PA clean, the lights clean, the electricity in the building clean. I can clean up all my vehicles. I've got the right fuel. I can do all of that. But the food. All those places are fed by factory farms. He said, I can't support it. He also said that he would want good food that has to be clean food, sustainably grown, and presented in a sustainable way. Apparently, factory farming is a form of industrial livestock production that has faced criticism because of its impact on animals and the environment. So he is now stating that he won't play any venues uh, that serve food by factory farming. So I don't know what that means for touring for him. Let's yeah. see if he can find places to play uh, that don't do that. I've had it. Who knows? All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news for you. Uh, there's a new Daily Rush video uh, that is available now, and uh, it's called The Theaker. <laughs> or just Theaker. Uh, it says Preston likes his pasta a little Theaker with a donkey. 
You can be the first to see the newest Daily Rush by subscribing to our YouTube channel, by the way. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. That is now available for your consumption. All right, we will take a break. Come back, wrap it up. So make sure you stay with us. Not going to be gone long. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Rendering to the rest of this day, my friend, it is indeed a Thursday, and we're the majority of the way through the work week on our way into the weekend, of course. Uh, no sad bro. No sad bro at yeah. all. That starts uh, Gabba Thursday. As soon as we're done, Gabba Thursdays. And then uh, it's going to be chilly this weekend, just give you a heads up on that. 45 degrees, we were looking outside, wind's whipping up pretty well, The at least in our area, Balakin, where the trees are moving around pretty good, so... Uh, it's going to make it extra chilly today, but um, Sunday is the really cold day. Our high, 36 degrees, uh, and I'm looking at 44 after that on Monday, so it's, you know, but it, but it's going to stay in that range for a little while. We got a little cool snap happening here. Good day for hot cocoa. It is, uh, and today was a good day to quit smoking, and yes. we hopefully helped out a bunch of people by having Dr. Rosenberg in this morning. Hey, 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 hey. Dr. Rosenpenis. Great American Smokeout. You can go to his website, quititnow.com. And uh, you, if you mention you're a Preston and Steve listener, you, uh, you get $100 off. I don't know how long that'll last. Until he fixes the typo on the website. He seemed to be surprised by it, but all our information said $100 off. So yeah. I don't know what the story is on that. But anyhow, tell him you're, you're friends of ours and uh, he'll, he'll, give you, yeah. he'll give you a good deal. Apparently, everyone, everyone in his life refers to him now, even on a professional level, <laughs> as Dr. Rosenpetus. But he's a great sport. Yep, yep, absolutely. He so. likes the Thor comparison better, but... Uh, yeah, but we like the penis comparison. Sorry, right. we can't do that. Um, <laughs> we need to do the letter of the day. Casey's going to help out with that. Preston yeah. and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... S as in Saturday. All right, and we have one more letter to go tomorrow, and then we are going to give away a $500 gift card from Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. And the gift that cannot go wrong uh, is a gift card to Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. You can visit any of their three locations in Glen Mill, Springfield, or Center City. And you can purchase online at josephanthony.com, your true retreat from the everyday. Pierre wanted us to mention that he is uh, going to interview Brandon Flowers from The Killers today. Oh, that's I, awesome. I wasn't uh, given a time as to when that's going to air. 2 but p.m. 2 p.m. Yes. There it is. Excellent. Uh, let me take, oh. uh, do we have sponsors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors. And brought to you by Squeezed.com. Feel great and lose weight with Squeeze. Tomorrow on our program, oh, we haven't had John O'Hurley in the studio in a while. He'll be stopping by. He's excellent. We love him. Yep. And uh, it's uh, comedian Ian Fidance. Yeah. Who will be in our studio tomorrow as well. And like Steve said, it's going to be nothing but no sad bro. We'll spend our Friday together. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. <laughs> Steve.
Bing, there. Doo-doo, be-do, doo-da-da.